Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is Andrew Schlecht. I'm one of your hosts for today. Uh, if you either know about our season preview show or you're looking for a Thunder season preview show, this is uh, it's a huge one. We had the ambitious idea of doing a seven-hour show. This is the seventh season of Down to Dunk. Uh, we are super excited for Thunder basketball to be back Tuesday night. Thunder play in Golden State. We're just excited to see real basketball. Uh, I'm here. It's Sunday night. It's taken me a little while to get around to editing and putting this all together. Uh, thank you for having patience with me or uh, forgive me for not getting this out sooner. But uh, I just want you guys to know how grateful we are that you guys listen uh, and how supportive uh, you guys are to our show and to us just in general. Uh, it means the world to us. Um, so this podcast will be definitely pared down. So the seven-hour show, uh, the initial idea came from Luke. He texted me one night uh, a couple months ago and was like, hey, why don't we do a 24-hour podcast? And I was like, that's one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> but... I think you might be onto something. Why don't we cut that in half and do 12 hours? And I started planning it. And I'm just like, man, that's a long podcast. Uh, and so we eventually cut that kind of in half. And we we're like, well, let's do seven hours for our seventh season. And that made sense. It sounded uh, more bite-sized than it really was at the time, just because you pare it down from 24 to seven. You're like, ah, okay, whatever. Uh, it was a long time. It was a long podcast. A lot of the content... Uh, it's not great. If you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, it's on YouTube. So you can subscribe to our channel. Just search down to dunk on YouTube and you'll find it. Uh, but it's there seven hours long on YouTube. So you can go and check that out. Uh, huge thanks to all of our guests that came on the show. Um, and for people that showed up is great. So a couple things before we get started. I want to thank uh, Anthem Brewing for sponsoring this show. Uh, one of our first sponsors, a, a great uh, company, and they make great beer. They are available. You can go to Walmart and get it now, which is really nice. Field in Oklahoma, that's a new thing for us. Um, so if you're looking to try it and maybe you just haven't made your way into a liquor store, or you only shop at grocery stores, you can find it there now. So look for it uh, in your local grocery store. Also, the tap room is just unbelievable. It's downtown, uh, and it's a really, really cool spot. So you need to go check that out if you have a day uh, where you get off work a little bit early or you want to go meet some people. Uh, it's a great place to do that. So make sure you check out the Anthem Tap Room and support the people that support Down to Dunk and uh, drink an Anthem beer. And then also Oklahoma Shirt Company, Man, these people are just great. Not only their their products, all of that to me is a, is almost secondary to the quality of people that you're going to be dealing with. So, uh, for me, I, that's something that I really value, especially when I want to go make if I want to make an, a personal item like a t-shirt for, you know, a club or for my church or for uh down to dunk or anything like that. I want it to be the best. And they want that for you too, which is nice because there's a lot of places you could go to and they throw something together that wasn't great. And then that's kind of what you get. And yeah, that's what you have to pay for. You know, Oklahoma Shirt Company is not like that. They want you to be extremely happy with the product that you get. Uh, and all of it's great. 
great quality, great people. They also have their shirt of the month club, which I highly recommend. Uh, it's great. $10 plus shipping and some fees and you get a really cool Oklahoma themed shirt at your doorstep. They have several other states. I know this is about the time that Luke tells you that they have like a Wyoming shirt of the month, but they really don't have that. Uh, so, uh, but you can check out their website, um, OklahomaShirtCompany.com for all those details. If you're looking for um, cool Oklahoma themed or other state themed shirts, or if you need some shirts made, uh, you might hear my infant baby in the background. I'm holding him right now. But support the people that support Down to Dunk and check out Oklahoma Shirt Company. And now, here is the podcast. I know I've gone on for a little bit here, but uh, one, I just wanted to thank you, the listener. Uh, and two, I had to get to our sponsors because we um, didn't really know where to place that in the podcast within the seven hours. So, uh, again, check them out. Hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy the basketball. So I won't, we won't have a podcast with McKelly Monday, but we will have Alex and McKelly on the same show Wednesday with me breaking down the first game of the season, which I think should be pretty fun. So uh, get ready for that. And uh, here comes a super long podcast that's chopped up. That's kind of the best of our Saturday all day event. I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. I'm about to dunk. Good morning and welcome to hour one of our seven <laughs> hour podcast. Oh my goodness. With down to dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, dailythunder.com, dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joining me for hour one of seven hours is Andrew. A ham through. And Taylor. Satellite. Satellite. <laughs> ham through. <laughs> oh. Oh, and yeah. Guys, we-, we are coming to you live from the press. <laughs> and what was and, just delivered to and us? Me and Taylor just started the podcast off right. With some Bloody Marys. And they both said, I'm about to dunk. Yeah, we're about to drunk. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about this. This has to be a slow burn, Luke. We're here for I am, seven I am, hours. I'm terrified I know. of this day for there, a lot of reasons. There was a live pod we did that, we on, that only lasted an hour and a half. And halfway through it, Jay and I had to step away because it was too far. Things happen. Guys, we're jumping in. We're not, we're not dipping the toe in. This we're is, jumping in the deep end. So this is Bold Predictions podcast. Yes. Which is one of my favorites. This That'll be so hour good. one is Bold Predictions. So if you're listening live on YouTube, uh, this, is a, this is a fun show. We've got actually quite a few people listening on YouTube right now, which is super fun. Um, anyways, we have a ton of Twitter questions. We had about 100 Twitter one, questions that I had to wade through. So thank you guys so much. 100 Twitter questions. Thank you so much for... Uh, you know, just participating. Yeah. It means a lot to us. We couldn't do we couldn't do this 
We just, couldn't. Not, a, not in just seven hours. We couldn't do the podcast at all if we didn't have the Twitter questions. <laughs> couldn't and wouldn't. Couldn't, wouldn't, shouldn't. Okay. So, you guys ready for bold predictions? You guys ready to just <laughs> throw them out there? Taylor, do you have any? Yeah. Taylor, I want you to go with your you first You want me one. to start this? Is this all off the top of your noggin? Um, I have some. Don't okay. worry about this. Okay. It's okay, the- first bold dick. The Lakers will get a home court advantage scene. Seed. Oh. Four seed. What? What? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speak your mind on this. They're going to be this better is, than the Utah what? Jazz. What? Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's, this is bold. That that's is, too, that's too you know bold. what? We asked for boldness and you brought boldness. You're welcome, man. That I'm is drinking, bold. And, and I just want to say this too. I'm drinking a Bloody Mary. I'm actually not a Bloody Mary <laughs> fan, but Luke made me nervous. I got one. This is bold. This Bloody Mary is bold. That's right, man. And I had to, that Laker take had to go with it. Bold and spicy? <laughs> Lakers. LeBron James yeah. has never led a bad team. True or false? Just let me just run through these. Has never led a bad team? Yeah. I, think the, I think he has. I think the Cavs last year were not a good team. What? Dude, they had still over 50 wins. Yeah, because of LeBron. In gotcha. the East. LeBron has never led a team that has won under 50 games besides his first like two years in the league. Yeah, but he's, he's playing in the game. <laughs> okay. yeah, besides besides the times that he did. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> True or false? False. False because he did the first. The I just first I just years. said no two years. Okay, fine. Yes. Also, I I was just looking at this team. I, they have so many players that I think are pretty bad, but with LeBron will be pretty good, dude. I just like cannot like, see. Okay, tell me, give me your bold predictions because I mean LeBron, great. I he's awesome. I'm I'm all in on that. But yeah. I need I need you to sell me on everything else. JaVale McGee is going to play ten minutes a game. And he's going to have six points. Who's their backup center? Uh, 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 Zubat. Yeah. Pretty good. You backup centers don't matter, dude. How many games Cal are they going to win? Not. How many games? Backup uh, centers don't matter. Okay. 50, 50. 50! Yeah, they're going to win 50 <laughs> games. You? No, they're actually, they have to get the four seed. They're going to get 54 games. 54! Dude, you're smoking crack. No, I'm not. This is, there's Utah, no way. I can't wait. This Utah is, is overrated. This LeBron is, James is going to lead Kyle overrated. Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is going to score 17 points a game. Bre- nah, not 17, 12. Brandon Ingram is going to be really good this year. I'm, on with, Brandon I'm, Ingram, I'm with you on that. And I think Lonzo Ball is going to be good this year, too. Okay. And I just see LeBron being able to use all of these people, not, in, not necessarily encourage them to be better, but use them. These skills that each person has, I think he's going to use them as if they are his third, fourth, fifth hand. And I just can't see a LeBron team not being successful i think they're in the playoffs i think being a playoff team in this western conference equals success but man four seed yeah and over utah who has yeah. continuity they have yeah. great coaching yeah. they have donovan mitchell who's just a monster you know who they don't have lebron james yeah but i just i'm sorry not, i'm not with you on the rest of the lakers roster i don't think they make the playoffs lebron makes Whoa, now that's that's a spicy that's one. my that's my bold prediction they don't make the playoffs Let's see who would have to be better than them. So you think Denver's going to be have a better regular season than them? Yes, I think they very well could. Yeah, I think they will. Who else would have to? Portland Pelicans. This is what's going to happen. I just can't. It's just really hard for me to to logically see those teams having a better regular season than a LeBron James. This is what's going to happen. With, LeBron with took the regular skilled, season off for talented a, to a large degree last year. Right, but, but he doesn't like. I don't see him doing that this year. I see him being really energized this year. I think he's going to really try to show out and prove himself with this Lakers team in almost a selling effort for 
another star to come play with him next year. This is what's going to happen. Is what has happened every year, like for the past few years with the Cavs. By all-star break, he's going to be like, oh, this team is terrible. Go out and trade and get me someone better immediately. Yes. No. I am, because yes. I am be, for this. No, there's no other power dynamic, though. The, the, the power is LeBron James. He has no Kyrie Irving. I know. He has no Kevin Love. That's why drama. he can tell the, the team to do that when they're terrible, and they'll yeah, do it. Go get somebody else. Yeah. But do you think he thinks this team can win a championship this year? No. Did he think that the Cavs teams... Did he want them to be championship contenders? Absolutely. That's why he acted that way. I think, if anything, there's no pressure on LeBron this year. He's 33. It doesn't matter, dude. There's, you, that does not matter I'm just with saying, LeBron right now. You okay. say there's no pressure on him, but you just said he'll get the four seed. That's a ton of pressure. No, I because he doesn't have pressure, he there's will no way. play. There's anyway, no way. We, can, we can move on. I just uh, We it's, have an it's, hour. It's of bold and different. spicy. Yeah, it's, we can we can get deep into some of these topics because we have it's seven, and spicy. seven hours. I know we got a guest coming on soon, though. That's true. We do. Uh, we got guests throughout the day. Yeah. Hey, do you want me to run through Please, our, our, run, our run schedule? Through, run through our schedule. Hey, join us in hour two of our seven-hour podcast. Is Brett Dawson of The Athletic. In hour three, Derek Sharing talking to us about the Denver Nuggets. He may or may not be coming. Who may or may not be coming. Uh, okay. During hour four or... Part of hour three, Carson Cunningham of KOCO News Channel Five. Next, the next hour, Brady <laughs> Trantham, Jerry Ramsey, and John Hamm of the franchise for an hour and a half. Right for yep. an hour and a half, from three to four, Royce Young of ESPN, and then the last hour, we're gonna be miffed and peeved. It's gonna be silly boys. <laughs> it's gonna be some silly TQs. Luke That's and Taylor right. are gonna be miffed and peeved. Gonna be. Uh, About four or five Bloody Marys deep. It's going to be great. It's going to be a terrifying time. Join us live on YouTube. Join us live here at the press. You can come here and get some great food, That's great right. drinks. It's a wonderful restaurant. If you listen to the Wednesday pod, you've heard a lot about it. Here's your chance. Try the veggie burger. It's it's seriously I'm so going to get it for so, lunch. So yeah. in between our bold predictions, we got some we got some uh, intro Twitter questions. Do you want do you want to run through one of them? Uh, yeah, let's right. go through one, and then I'll give you a, a Thunderbolt prediction. Our, I have 13. Our first, our first Twitter question is from at Chicken Fried Rice 1-3, who wants to know, besides the Paul George signing, what was your favorite NBA moment of the offseason, and what were your favorite moments in your own lives from the summer? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Life moments and, and favorite offseason NBA moments. I think overall, I loved how quickly free agency moved. Yeah. Uh, that night was super fun, and we had a ton to talk about, and there was a lot happening. You had Paul George. You had Jeremy Grant. I love that the Thunder pretty much had their team locked down yeah. before the 4th of July, which was great because I got to celebrate the 4th of July and have a great time. And so, to me, that's like a life moment and NBA moment are you a fourth, all wrapped up in Are one. you a 4th of July guy? Yeah. I mean, it's a cool time. I mean... We've hey. talked about this. We've we've addressed we this have. before. Hey, a, well, I'll say it. God bless America, man. You know <laughs> how could you we're, say we're that? All, we're all thinking it. That's on record. I'm not afraid to say it. Okay, <laughs> people You're don't, crazy. People don't say it anymore. People don't say it enough. <laughs> um, this great nation of ours. I, I'm going to say that night was really fun, and that you know the Thunder had a party, and it was like yeah. I felt like I was plugged in. Cause I was like, there's going to be a party. Yeah. He's going to resign at this party, and you guys were like, no way. You don't know. And I was right. 
You were Luke right. Knew. Luke it was felt like good. two weeks. Luke was like two weeks early. I know. I was like, "There's a party." I had the invitation. I sent you guys the invitation, and you guys are like, "We can't even talk about this on the pod because it is not cor- corroborated. <laughs> like this isn't real." That felt really good. I even when it was corrobor- corroborated, I didn't feel like. Sometimes you just don't feel like it's your place to like push that stuff out there. I know. I felt like it was my I, place. I, I, I know say you this though, I know Andrew. You you are you are starting to take some real legit steps. You are like a legit local thunder guy now. You need to start taking some some leaps, bro. Start breaking news. You need to ride this hype. You need to start using this stuff. You need to betray some friends. You've spent some years building up <laughs> good right. friends. You've got the inside. You've got info. the capital. It's time for betrayal. It's time to use yeah. them. <sighs> gotcha. Um, here's my favorite. This, like that, was great. I liked that. All this Jimmy Butler stuff oh, has been oh really my, good. Oh, God. man. We're, like, we'll basically have an hour of it, that. Today. It has gotten me pumped for the season. I'm like, oh, oh yes. Teams breaking down before the season even starts. Yeah. I love that. In a personal moment, I just had a, I just like the summer, you know? Yeah. Summertime. Yeah. Going to the lake. It's great. How many times do you go to the lake? I think I went four or five. Okay. Whoa. No, I mean 45. Whoa. Wow. It was great. You're a lake man. Uh I got I got married this summer. Uh, I will say this: <laughs> that yeah. day that day was probably the most fun day I've had, probably oh, wow. ever. That was a really great day, and I'm sure that my wife is tired of hearing me say this. Everything leading up to that day sucked, monkey nuts. <laughs> I hated planning it all. It was terrible. I hated dealing with my family, not my not my close family. Um, but that day was so fun, and it made it all worth it. And I'm not just saying this to be like, Aww. a fake butt. Oh, what a That's fake, good. what a fake butt, man! I got a fake butt, kind uh, of Kim, Kim <laughs> K. Um, I had a child this summer, which is obviously a, a great, great day. You I, did have. A he's child. a great baby. Is just he a is wonderful? He baby. Your best baby. He is. Yes. Wow. He's great. I had, hey, you're not going to use your mic stand. You're just not going to. Uh, hey, I will. Well, you guys are having babies and having weddings. I had a ton of beers this summer. A ton of Anthem beers. And this summer is when I fell in love with the Frosty Mug OK Pills. That's true. Combination. That's true. Wow. All right. It was beautiful. <laughs> Bold predictions. Bold prediction. Bold. Hit, hit me with one. Thunderbolt prediction number one. Dennis Schroeder wins the sixth man of the year. I'm in for that. I'm so... I don't think that's that bold. It's bold, man. It's a little bold. It's a little spicy, but not really. <laughs> he's going to be... I think he's going to be awesome. I think he's going to fit in well. And I've been saying this. This is kind of a tryout for Schroeder, in a way, for other NBA teams to yeah. show I can fit in in other places. I can be your starting point guard, and I can do whatever the team needs me to do. He wants, he wants to be like, show the Hawks that he... It wasn't him responsible for the breakup. It wasn't him. It was them. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I can fit in. If you're a well-run team, I can fit in. And with the Thunder, he has the opportunity to do it. I think he will. Mm. I'm ready. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. I'm on board with that. Give me another one. That wasn't bold enough to count. Hit bold. Um, Tomadou Diallo makes the all-rookie second team. Okay. Now we're talking. I'm excited for that. He's going to play. He's going to play for this team. I think that that's completely obvious that he will make the rotation at some point, and I think he's going to play well. I, I think, and I'll, I haven't been on board with this so much, but I think that there's a chance that he's better than Ferg. I oh. think there is, too. Oh, man, I just ate my olive <laughs> for my Bloody Mary. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry if you guys could hear that. 
I think there's a good chance that he's better than Ferg. And I think a lot of people, I, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen enough to say that. But to me, just the way that he has played in these few preseason games, you just kind of feel like you've seen enough, you know? Like you've totally. seen him. He's more confident than Ferguson is in a way. He's, I think he shows more on the defensive end, or at least like he has the more wow plays. Yes. Uh, we definitely don't have enough information to confirm that this is true yet, but I'm, I'm going to be a little bit early on this and say that Diallo will be better than Ferguson. And, you know, Ferguson, a lot of people forget this. He started some games last year, but they stopped. They, they took him out of the starting lineup because he was dragging down the numbers mm-hmm. into the negatives for that lineup, which is that should never happen. Mm-hmm. And so could that happen again? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it will. I think that Ferguson will be fine. I don't think DL is going to start a bunch of games, but I think he'll play enough and show enough to where he makes the all rookie second team. So, uh, Hamadou Diallo, you, you and Alex, I listened to the pod where you were thinking like things that the announcer could say when like yeah. little <laughs> things. And, I, and me and Alex were talking about it. It's like, I have some. Like, I had, I had thought of some. Here's, my, here's mine. He has, he makes like a bad play. Like, he has a turnover. He gets blocked or like, you know, air balls a three, something bad. The announcer is going to be say Hamadou Diallo. We're like Hamadoudou in his baby diapy. <laughs> oh, Hamadoudou. I thought you were his baby I, I little thought, widow I diaper. You, I thought you were heading toward uh, Hama. Don't do that. No, Hemi 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 Doudou in his little baby diaper. <laughs> it's Hami. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, but that's but they say. But when he does bad, they say Hammy. Hammy's the good. Hammy's bad. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, okay. man. I have one. Okay. Thunder-related? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Hamadou Diallo shoots a three, and it airballs so bad it goes over the basket, okay? Okay. And what's his name, Chris? Over the backboard? Uh, I was thinking from the corner, but let's say over the backboard. It's bad. It's a bad okay. shot, okay? Mm-hmm. And he goes, ooh, are we at Denny's? Because that was moons over my hammy. <laughs> you could say that for anyone, though. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> Hammy, okay. moons over my head. You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, no, I got, I got you there. I don't, I don't. Get and it. it's good. They should say that. Um, my favorite part of the Alex Spears coming up with all those things was all of the qualifiers. That was actually what that segment was. was yeah. How many qualifiers does it take to come up with some kind of catchphrase for uh, Hamadou Diallo? Bold dicks. I don't get it. Hit, uh, hit us with a bold dick. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, TLC is out of the rotation by January. Dude, Ooh. I don't think that's that bold. I think I thought that it was kind of weird as to how positive everyone was about TLC coming here. Yeah. Um, he was really inconsistent on the Sixers. I know that it was his first year in the NBA, but I thought it was kind of weird that people just assumed he was going to get playing time on this team. Here's my, here's my take. TLC is out of the rotation, but he's still better than every wing the Thunder had last year. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be great. maybe outside of Abrinas. Like he's probably, I think he's already better than guys like Josh Eustis. I think that like Corey Brewer had some good games for the Thunder. I think he's better than Corey Brewer. Mm-hmm. Corey Brewer's not in the NBA right now. He's on the jump. Coach Thorpe was uh, talking about how. St- oh, hold my hand! Oh my gosh! <laughs> was talking about how how uh, he doesn't understand why franchises don't. Uh, respect or appreciate the skills Corey Brewer brings to a team and was pulling up like clips of him last year and it's like you Coach Thorpe oh. Coach Thorpe has no credibility left. Come on, David. They're gonna be respecting his 
playmaking ability on the Lakers <laughs> when they have to go get somebody. Kendrick Perkins, Corey Brewer, Kyle Dude, the Lakers, Singler. The Lakers are stacked, man. Uh, Singler's already got a contract overseas, man. Gonna break it. For the <laughs> NBA, you break it. Uh, you just want me to keep bringing the heat? Uh, yeah, it, I have one. Or the moderate heat? Yeah. Taylor. Yeah, these are, these are kind of lukewarm okay. takes. Okay. They are Luke coming up with this, this is what some I need. lukewarm takes. I need You're right. Taylor, hit me with something bold. Okay. Hassan Whiteside will shoot. 40% from three this year. <laughs> <laughs> there's like bold and then there's like outrageous. There's like, I don't think so. Incomprehensible. That's what bold so. is for, man. You didn't ask for, you know. I mean, doesn't there, like, where's the line? Like, it doesn't, like, a 1% chance of it happening? Or, yeah, like, are we bold. like, that's, what does bold mean that's to you? Bold territory. <laughs> 1% Put, is bold. It all on maybe, the I have, line. maybe I have no bold predictions. Here's, here's how, I, how I think of this. These have to be bold enough to where if you are right, you are literally the only person who predicted that <laughs> happening. Yes. That's how bold I'm you trying know, to like go. Those then things. I might just need to leave the, the restaurant then. You know those people <laughs> on Twitter that, like, predict, like, exact teams that are good at, like, make, like, you know, the NFL playoffs and the score, like, 10 years in the future? Yeah. That's what we need okay. today. That's well, what I'm going Well, for. mine are, like, I'm, I'm going out on a limb. That's where, that's where I'm at. Taylor's out on a limb, but it's a flimsy limb. You're you're on like a pretty big Taylor's like falling limb. out of the tree grasping for a limb is it's what he's doing. Your limb is like one of those trees where the limbs are only like two feet off the ground and you can play kids play on it and you can lay on it it's so big and thick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't what? think Diallo making the all rookie second team is a second round pick. He's middle of the second no, round. No, that's that's that was bolder. Of your takes, that one was more bold. Okay. Uh, so Hassan Whiteside, it's not throwing it out of nowhere. He's been taking threes. He's been talking about taking threes. And I think Spolster's going to let him. You're I in, think he's you are enough. in love with the idea of centers taking threes because you did this with Mozgov a couple years ago. I love the idea of a center who doesn't look like they should be good at threes just being outrageously good at threes. And then, like, Mozgov took no, no threes and then really never played that season. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> but if that did happen, I would have been the only person who called it. True. Okay. And you know what you get when you correctly get that right what? millions of dollars respect respect what happens when you just throw it out there nothing nothing happens what no, happens? i don't think anything happens either way really no nba twitter respect people find it and they're like whoa this guy be like hey he's the only one who saw this in this guy yeah and then yeah. your soundcloud explodes yeah check out my zanga <laughs> my zanga <laughs> it's uh, my faults another bold prediction Steven Adams averages 17 points and nine rebounds per game. That's bolder. And That's he's pretty bold. the third, third leading scorer on the team. I'll, Steven Adams. I'll, hey, I'll take it a step further. He averages a double-double. Boom. That's 17 really and 10. 17 and 10. Ooh, Boom. That's really bold. He just doesn't get that many rebounds, though. And all of our guards are so good at rebounding. Especially I, if Diallo plays. Diallo's a great rebounder. And Adams' main function on the boards is uh, on, on the defensive boards is to just box out. The I'm just going to push everybody out of the way. Yeah, so exactly. That, so that you get, you guys can go grab it and go offensive board. If you notice, if he has a high uh, rebound rate, like one game, it's because he's getting offensive rebounds, not because he's taking down every defensive rebound. Yeah. The opposite of us on wide side. Yep. And um, I think that's pretty bold. I will say this. I think it says a lot about Steven Adams considering last year I had a bold prediction that he would average 12 points per game, 
se- I think I said seven rebounds per game and three assists per game. Yeah. And the fact that, like, that the three is not assists that is bold. probably the boldest proclamation. Yeah, I thought he was. He's a good passer, but he just doesn't have the ball enough. He never has though. the ball. He just never. doesn't have the ball never. enough. No. Or he's if he gets a ball, he's on the receiving end of a pass and he should score. He's a screen man. Yes, he's a screen. Uh, I think that's. I think that's really good. I would love that. I. I don't think it's that bold that, to think of him as a third leading scorer, though. That's where I have him. Schroeder is like the easy take because he has the ball all the time and he's yeah. going to be. He can control what happens with the offense. But I think that Steve will get the respect he deserves this season. That's I think so, take. too. And there's no mellow there that they have to worry. I think that Just Paul George really likes Stephen Adams. Everybody and I think does. Russ really respects Steve Every, now. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Hey, guys, let's, let's get a, uh, let's a Twitter question in here. Let's do it. Our Twitter question comes from at FakeTweeter5P, <laughs> who wants to know. Is this even real? It's real. Which Thunder player is most likely to fail to live up to our expectations this year and how do you think the team compensates i think it's going to be patrick patterson i i would love for him yeah it could be to live up to but i just think uh, if there's any player that we have really high expectations for or that we hope will play really well because of what it will mean for the starting squad or for the team it's patrick patterson and so then if there's one player who's right on the line of being really good or being uh, disappointing. It's definitely Patrick Patterson. Is this because he fell for the Ligma joke on Twitter? Yeah. He did? He did. That's Someone hilarious. was like, he was like talking about watches and he was like, hey, uh, like I'm, I'm into watches. Like, what do you guys think <laughs> I should do? And a guy that, what, it was one of my friends was like, hey, you should check this new up and coming band brand Ligma. And he responded, he was like, what's Ligma? And my friend responded, Ligma balls. Well, he showed, it was like a picture of a, a watch that said, <laughs> said that. It's on, on, the the face wa- on the face of the watch said Ligma balls. Yeah. So he got got. And he I totally got got. I love that. Here's, All right, I take that away. Here's He's the gonna... worst thing that happened to Patrick Patterson is that in the blue and white scrimmage, he hit like five threes and yeah. scored 20 points. That is the worst thing that could have happened for him is but that he scored 20 points in that first game. What, what is a what is a, what is a successful season for Patrick Patterson? I think that it's more like volume of threes and percentage of threes that he makes yeah, to I me. Because I think that he's going to show up and he's going to be a decent defender. Mm-hmm. He's going to play that spot well. He's a good ball mover. We know he's going to do all that. But if he can shoot 40 to 43% from three from the corners... The corner, oh, oh, just okay, from the okay, corners, okay, okay. and take you know four or five threes a game. Yeah, forty-five. If he can take forty-five threes <laughs> wow. per game, they're going to be feeding him all night. That's going to be wild. No. <laughs> if he can take four threes a game, yeah, and shoot that from the corners, then that to me that's a successful season for him. I agree with that because he's still not going to play that many <laughs> minutes. Even though he's starting, he's still going to play twenty minutes. I know if he, sh- if he scores like eight or nine points per game. I'd love that. I just think That'd he's be gonna great. he's gonna just be so much more like featured than last year. He's know? just gonna play more. Yeah. And yes. So I I think you know what I don't know what my expectation of him really even is because last year it was like he came in with high expectations and he was like you never saw him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then, he, then he got ligamed. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> bad, man. That'll that'll steal your soul. I mean, it, okay. Uh, bold prediction, or this isn't even bold, but I think this is going to happen is that Ferguson starts the season for like 10 games and people are already griping about 
Diallo and TLC not playing in front of him because everyone's going to think that Ferguson's not doing enough, that these guys behind him are better. We don't exactly have evidence of that, but it's that will be like one of the main like thunder complaints on Twitter. Uh, another lukewarm take. It's lukewarm. I, just, I said it's going to happen, so it's not really a bold take. Yeah. But I think I think that that's something to expect. For uh, sure. Maybe this is a little bolder. Maybe. Andre Robertson doesn't come back until mid-January, but he's 100%. And, oh. he, and by the playoffs, the Thunder have, between the time that he comes back and the playoffs, the Thunder have the number one ranked defense. Okay, so it's basically what happened with... Uh, the Utah Jazz when Gobert came back last year. He comes back 100% and they yeah. turn and they go on this crazy streak and they yeah. go into the playoffs like that. Yeah, number oh. one defense heading into the playoffs and the, and people are like, the Thunder are a team to be feared. I would love that. Someone will yeah. say that. Someone's like, ooh, you don't want to match up with the Thunder in the playoffs. Oh. I see that. I see that easily. A thought piece. Thought. Thunder. Fear them. Fear them. Fear them. Hey, underestimate the Thunder at your own risk. Ooh. Other teams. <laughs> four, four seed Lakers. Yeah. Four, yeah. That's who I have the Thunder playing in the first round is the Lakers in, in our, in our match. What are the seeds? I'll have to tell you later. Ooh. <laughs> Just tune in because we've got about six and a half more hours. Have we only been doing this for 30 minutes? <laughs> Just about. Jeebus cripes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, res- bold, respect your bloody man. Bold prediction. Drink it more. Sorry. Eat the, eat the olive. Deontay Burton. G League MVP. How many, G, how many G League games are you going to go to? I heard you on the pod None. with Alex that CBS Sports has uh, rights to the G League. They do. So you can get tickets whenever you want? Oh, I don't get tickets. I get my press pass, and I'm going to go just talk to Deontay after the game. We're going we're gonna to hang out. I this, is, this kind of is your chance to, get, to be like maybe the only local reporter to build a relationship with Deontay Burton. I could befriend him. You really could, and then when he makes it to the Thunder, he'll be like, you get the scoops. We'll invite him over for dinner. Have a little meatloaf, and then you get the scoops. <laughs> I love meatloaf. Meatloaf gets a bad rap. Agreed. You know where there's a great meatloaf? Here at the press. Ooh. We haven't I'm even gotten it. We- thinking about getting the meatloaf for lunch. I th- I'm thinking about getting that uh, buffalo mac and cheese. Oh, Dude, it's man. a ball. It's going to be wild. So good. A veggie burger. Thunder. Thunder bowl prediction. <laughs> Uh, Alex Abrinas is traded this season. Uh, see? Oh, man. And everybody's like, yeah, he's the Thunder's only shooter. But the Thunder are like, you know what? We don't care if our shooting guards can shoot. And so we're going to trade him. It's true. And it's going to be for something incredibly disappointing. And everyone's going to be like, really? The Thunder just got a future second round pick? Yeah, it's going to be like 2023 future second round pick. <laughs> right. Everyone's going to be like, no. And then he'll be awesome wherever he goes. <sighs> man. Alex Abrinas. I feel like we've just been I, – I, I kind of see that as his future because we've been yeah. waiting on him for a while now. He, he was, was drafted in when? 14? Robertson? No, he was drafted 13. 13. Robertson's draft. He was a 13 And then guy. came over the next of year. Of course. The Thunder have like 100 guys that were drafted in 2013. Gosh, man. I'd like to thank Andy's Rosen Custard for sponsoring today's show. Andy's is – it's easily my favorite place to go to get any sort of dessert because it is just – such a quality item you can watch the frozen custard being made through the window and right now 
you can get the pumpkin pie concrete. I went the other night and it is just, it's even better than I remembered. I watched them slice pie from an actual pie pan, a pie, slice the pie, put it in the cup, put in the vanilla frozen custard, mix it all up. It's, it's seriously so good. You've got to go. If you have any interest in pumpkin pie, you have to go to Andy's to get this pumpkin pie concrete. So they also have all sorts of other concretes. The Oreo one is an easy go-to for me as well. Uh, I love the mint. We put a little mint in there, and that's just exactly what I love. Uh, they also have all sorts of any, any sort of combination. You can imagine they have it. You can get a sundae. Uh, their pecans, their roasted pecans are so good. Um, so support the people, support down to dunk and eat at Andy's frozen custard. Bold prediction <laughs> NBA wide. Uh, I don't really have many other Thunderbolt predictions. Uh, Russell Westbrook finishes top four in MVP voting this year. Yeah, lukewarm. It's a lukewarm one. Uh, Patrick Patterson is just all right. <laughs> That's like exactly the <laughs> correct prediction. Uh, what is bold? What is it? It's not bold. I do this every year. Let's just let's just face facts. I do this every single season. Um, Paul okay. George makes the All NBA second team. I got one. I got one. I got a. I got a bold. Come There's, on. These are actually like just predictions. These are just no, I these have are a, just predictions. What are you? I have doing? a bold prediction. Paul okay. George, Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, that's bold. That's spicy. That's good. So that he gives would me heartburn. Oh man, I can't. I see Kawhi getting so much media love this year. Like the Raptors are going to be good in the East, yeah. and Kawhi is going to be. He's already been forgiven. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, I have the Kawhi D- DPOI for me. What's that? Defensive player. Oh, of the year. DPOI. Yeah. Uh, I d- they love him because he's a freaking weirdo, and they're like, it's "This like, is going to blow up on Twitter because he's going to laugh like a, a psycho." I like him. I like him. T- you do now? I'm on board. I'm You're back. You're on board? I'm back. It's hard to believe that he would do that himself, isn't I'm it? I'm back. He, he's been wronged by many people in his <laughs> he life. Has been. Yes, thank you. He's an innocent little child. He's, he's just a baby. He's being manipulated. He's just a tiny baby that just learned to laugh. Here, here's yes. my, here's he's my four, He's a four month old baby. Doesn't it feel better on this side of the I coin, though? Yeah, it's exciting. It feels better over here. Here's my yeah. bold prediction. The Spurs next year get the number one pick. Oh, because they're, oh, okay, they're horrible okay. this year. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm definitely off that train. Yeah, I'm not on that. I'm either. waving to like, you as you as you go away on that train. Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar would have to be out for the season, without a doubt. Those dudes are good. Man, Sweet. I was looking at Pow. Even Pow was still good last Powell's year. Pow's decent. Yeah, he's a decent player. Powell is still good, and he had he's going to get so many assists on this team. To me, Pau Gasol yeah. should be 45 years old. He basically is, and what's sad about the Spurs is their ball movement is basically all 100% dependent on Pau Gasol now. True. Yeah, Derek White's out, which really sucks. Who was there? Who's there? Demar is going to handle the ball a lot. Yeah, he's going to handle the ball a lot. The ball a lot, and he's just going to give Lamarcus Aldridge post ups. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And Rudy Gay, he's not going to be moving the ball. Oh no, he's going to be he's going to be taking lots of shots. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Jeremy Grant takes a step back from last season. Ooh, and people people are a little miffed about it. Yeah, because he gets paid. Like he's getting paid the Kendrick Perkins contract, and people are going to be like, well, "What's up with this dude?" But he'll still be good enough. He'll be good enough to be in the rotation, but I think he takes a little bit of a step back. 
I think I, I totally agree with that. There's nothing bold about that. Okay, Jimmy Butler stays on the Wolves for an uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> that is it. I'm, he, I'm the, saying this full season. He eventually gets traded for Josh Richardson, and then Kevin Pelton, Danny LaRue, and Tom Haverstrow will not like that trade because they love Josh Richardson's contract. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're talking. This is still yet a reasonable prediction. Yeah. Oh, it's, very, it's almost, very realistic. This is almost like I would take this to Vegas and bet yes, on it. This is what you're doing is these are your predictions. You these are just predictions. Yeah, these are just predictions. Um, I love I love that. I can totally see that being a thing. Oh, it'll be a thing. There's going to be so many thought pieces. Josh Richardson's value, when you compare the contracts, they're really... It's it's a wash. Did, the, did the Wolves win this trade? Yeah, the wolf, you know what? Oh, I favor the Wolves in this trade for so many reasons. One, contracts. Two, flexibility. Three, <laughs> those are the only things I love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh Richardson is good, though. I like him a lot. He's not Jimmy Butler. He's not Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, him going and, like, getting, like, the third string guys and beating the starters, it's, like going to become a legend. You know why it happened is because the other guys were terrified. I guess that whole yeah. time he's screaming, no other wolf is saying a thing. And he was and he was yelling at one of the people his lunch order. Yes. He was like nailing threes. He was like, I need a salad. Balsamic <laughs> vinaigrette. <laughs> Which I actually didn't get that. What's that name? It's just a I salad. It's just a salad order and a, and a salad dressing. I know, but why is he doing, why is he screaming that? Because he wanted lunch. Practice ended at noon. Yeah. He wanted lunch ready. He showed up late to practice, comes in yelling at everybody. Everybody's silent as he just takes the, the third stringers and just destroys Towns and Wiggins. Okay, so there's a rumor that as he was leaving, Towns tried to step to him and, like, tried to fight him. That's, that's the thing that is being reported. Where did you hear that? I haven't heard it. Well, actually, Rachel Nichols even brought it up and said, hey, I heard a player stepped up to you. And he oh, said it wasn't okay. Wiggins. And then they're like, was it? And she said, was it Kat? And he said, yeah. Okay. So he I, said I, I missed that. Yeah. But there's a way better rumor that as he was leaving, Town stepped to him, but Wiggins dapped him up on the way out. <laughs> like, respect. This, see, this, this is why this practice is going to become like, there's going to be a lot of misinformation, like rumors about it, because it was so wild. Dude, I, I had I had been giving Andrew Wiggins the benefit of the doubt all summer. You know what? I'm done. I'm dude, out. I'm out on Andrew Wiggins. Completely, completely out. out on Andrew He's Wiggins. actually out of club Andrew. I'm going to start just calling him Andy. I'm done. <laughs> Andy, oh, Wiggins. No. Andy Wiggins. Man. Andy Wiggins. I'm done with Andrew Wiggins. Wow. He's out of the Andrew club. He is Andy Wiggins. Man, they should have tra- They should have traded. Why don't they just trade Wiggins instead of Butler? Well, I don't. I don't think that will help. <laughs> you really don't. No, I, I, if I'm them, I tried both of them, and I try to yeah. build my team around <laughs> Towns. How mad would would Butler be if um, if he was traded to Miami, but Wiggins was also traded there? He and would then be Spolter livid. Like Wiggins. Brett Dawson's here. Hello, Guys. Brett hey, Dawson. Hey, Brett Dawson, hey. have a seat. Hey, 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 hey. I think we have some extra headphones down in the box. If you want to hand, hey. want to get those out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, You're welcome. It's unbelievable out there. I was parking at what well, was it was like nine thirty, and it was already down. Yeah, we were supposed to do this on the patio. We were supposed to do this on the patio, and uh, we all get sunburns like weirdly in the fall. Yeah, but uh, we, but it's it's so rainy outside. It's a, it's a little crappy day. It's a terrible day. Brett, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, welcome, hey, Brett. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, oh wait. 
Hold on. Now talk. Now. Nope. Nope. Now talk. That's not it. Is that it? Hold on. That's it. I can hear me in my headphones. Oh, yeah. That's the one. It's five. Okay. Go ahead, Brett. I got the Antonio Daniels Memorial Hot Pink Microphone rocking. You do. That's right. uh, Feeling pretty good about that. At least you don't have the dead salmon microphone like me. God. (laughs) Yeah. It's gross. Hey, guys. I fully admit it. Can I tell you something about uh, Brett and I's relationship? Yeah. We don't know each other that well, but we see each other everywhere. It is oh, really? bizarre. So, like, all the, like, like she-she places you could go in <laughs> That's Oklahoma so City. True. What does that mean? So, like, what is she-she whole, Like, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Okay. Holy Rollers Donuts. Which also, is a has vegan donut place. Yeah. Also, if it has hole in the name, apparently. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> Where, I think we've seen each other multiple times at Whole More Foods. More than once at Whole Foods. Although, yes. does anybody know that Whole Foods is the nexus of Thunderland? I've heard yes. this. Like, yes. yeah. I just, every time I go in there, you see somebody connected to the Thunder. Either a player or you or somebody who works there. Like, you I've, just seen always Sam, I've seen Sam in there a lot. Yeah. I saw Nikki Kay when she worked here. Okay, there was one time. Oh, I've seen Nikki Kay in there multiple times. There's this one time I saw Nikki Kay. And then on the other side of the store was Corey Brewer with his little kid. And then I walked around, and then Nikki K was talking to Corey Brewer in, in Whole Foods. So it's basically training, like, facility. Like five, <laughs> I think five times I've seen Andre Robertson in there. I've lost count. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The only person I've seen more in one place is Mo Cheeks and I run into each other at the same Chipotle, ev- like, every time I go there. And I'm like, <laughs> really? man, Mo Cheeks goes to this Chipotle a lot. And I'm thinking Mo is like, this dude comes to this Chipotle a lot. Uh, yeah. Because we just see each other there all the time. It means Mo Cheeks just got bloody underwear. <laughs> no. Chipotle is <laughs> oh, good, man. Hall of Famer, man. Which <laughs> Chipotle are you talking about? It's, Expressway? Uh, yeah, Northwest Expressway. That's the one I go to all the time. We will probably there see twice a week. We'll are probably you, see each other there. Are you guys Chipotle guys? Oh, I'm, yeah. a I'm a huge Chipotle I'm a Qdoba man. guy. Me too, man. I'm a Get Qdoba guy. Get it right Qdoba's terrible, dude. Qdoba's has no seasoning. Dunkin' Donuts or something. They don't sponsor <laughs> yeah, the man. podcast. Yeah. You don't <laughs> eat don't. vegan donuts, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need to start going to Whole Foods because it's a store full hey, of food. I have no idea what's best. Either. I'm going to tell you the best Whole Foods story I have, though. The best okay. under Whole okay. Foods story. Yes. It's the most... I mean, shouts out, pour one out for Kyle Singler, who I once saw come to Whole Foods. <laughs> I was actually working in the little indoor-outdoor patio area. I was writing okay, yeah. uh, after practice. Maybe I think actually maybe an off day. And Kyle Singler comes in with a giant stack of Whole Foods bags just to recycle them. He didn't buy anything. He didn't do oh, any shopping. That is the most Kyle Singler He just thing. dropped off his bags and left. That is just... What? Yeah. There's something not okay. Wait, yeah, how come he doesn't have recycling himself? I think it might be my mic. That's a, I don't know. Is it yours? I don't, that's a good you question. You'd think that he would have like private recycling service at his home that he would pay for. You would think so. Hey, what's going on okay. right now? That would make sense. I'm Luke, back. Luke's, Luke's doing See? weird things. Hey, I have uh, very specific Brett Dawson questions on oh. our document. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Twitter From questions. Specific. Okay. You ready? Our first comes from the Frozen Oki. Who says, assuming teams are healthy and rosters are the same, which teams would be the best and worst playoff matchup for the Thunder? Ooh. Um, Golden State is a bad matchup for everybody. Yes. Um, I, I haven't thought much about the idea of who else. I, I don't love Utah as a matchup for them. Um, and that's probably some recency bias in the sense that I just saw Utah dismantle them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're going to be better this year, and I'm not sure if Utah is. Um, uh, and of course, I mean, of course, of course, who else? Who else could be a bad matchup more than Portland, who they can't beat ever? 
You think Portland will make the playoffs? I don't know, but who okay. cares? They'll sweep the thunder if they do. <laughs> you know, that would be so terrible considering they got swept by the Pelicans last year. I know. It would be a such really a confusing bad team, man. Here's they, the one thing we know. If they get if they were to get into let's say Portland sneaks in and let's say somehow, let's say the Thunder gets to the 3 and they've got to play Portland in the first round, they're not going to win a game in Portland. They might maybe they got a chance to win the series. They're not winning in Portland. They haven't done that. I think Billy Donovan wasn't even the coach here the last time they won a game it's in 2014, Portland. 2014, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> they love taking us to, like, overtimes and multiple overtimes and just... And they, they really are a legitimately bad matchup problem because yeah. the guards play really well against Russ. Russ has something in his head about Dame. He's got yeah. something in his head, like, half the league, but Dame more so than the other half. Um, and then Nurkic somehow always looks great against them and in weird ways sort of offsets some of the stuff that Adams does well. And Alfred Camino shoots like 60% it's so from weird. three. Every time. It's so it's weird. super weird. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with those. Okay, uh, then who is our best matchup? I think the Thunder would kill the Lakers. Do you? Yeah, I could see that. I think they would just destroy them. I have no faith in the Pelicans. Like, I just don't have any faith. I, I don't, don't either, man. That, yeah. that sweep last year in the first round, the second round made way more sense for that Pelicans team, right? Yeah. Of course, it was Golden State, but anyway... That first round, when they swept Portland, I don't think anyone really knew how to write about that. I remember reading some things about it, and no one really knew how to analyze that. It was the most confusing series. That Pelicans team, when DeMarcus went out, I think they lost, what was it? They lost the first mm, four game, three games, four games, and then, won and like then they 11, went on a crazy streak. Won yeah. like 11 in a row. Yeah. It was I weird. I don't get that. And then team. maybe they're better without him, but I also like that, you know, like, I don't love Rondo, but I think he's a lot better than Alfred Payton, he's like who good, I don't like yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not personally. He's probably fine. Alfred Payton is a is plays like Rondo, except can't pass like Rondo. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's I not as good as Rondo. I just don't think he's good. Yeah, yeah he's not good. Again, I keep saying he's going to be like three percent better without the hair, but like, right. it's not enough. <laughs> I, I just, know. I just don't understand. Like, the Suns let him go. Yeah, yeah. The Suns don't have a point guard. Yeah, the Suns were like. I mean, yeah. The Suns were like, we don't want this guy. He was essentially the same as Tyler Eulis. Right. We don't don't want these guys. Right. And and he's starting for them. Yeah. Well, that's a concern. Why? Why is Drew Holiday a shooting guard now? It's mainly because of. So Drew's great defensively. I think he actually gets a little underrated. Like he's he's right. Like that GM poll where he was way down the list below some guys that he like below Avery Bradley. Like whoa. Like. I asked around about the GM poll. I don't know that GMs are really filling those out, guys. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think there might be some some uh, coaches top 25 college football going on there. Yeah. You know, where it's like, hey, you there, uh, fill this out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, I think they don't want Drew taking on the biggest responsibility every night defensively and then having to run the offense. They'd okay. rather he just play off the ball. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was awesome last oh, year. Oh, he was so good. That's the one thing where you're kind of like, well, they've got Anthony Davis, who is like one of the three or four best players in the league, and yeah. Drew Holiday's like a really legitimately good defender, like a plus defender who makes an impact. Um, and then the rest of their team is just so weird. Like, I like Julius Randle, but do I like Julius Randle with Anthony Davis, where he's not a guy that stretches the floor? I like Miritich, but how good is Miritich really? Well, and Miritich with Anthony Davis did look really good Yeah, they were good. Year. That, were that good. works, but now you have to get... But the key is... Can you get Anthony Davis to play the five? Just all of his minutes. Basically. That's the question. He does not no. like it. I mean, he, he does not like, like to play it. Now, the one thing is, the one thing, the reason that AD, and I, I know him better than I know a lot of players, the reason he doesn't like doing it is he just doesn't like the pounding. And there are very few guys now. There are very few guys that are playing that position that way. There's very few big guys who are going to, like, lean on you and use their weight and all that kind of stuff. No, no, the whole thing. Careful there. Sorry. Get us another TQ in there, Luke. Okay. 
He just doesn't like the wear and tear on his body. And yeah, yeah. all the guys who play center now are like him. So yeah, right. It does. It, it's not that big of a deal for him to guard centers now. He doesn't like the pounding. I love that. <laughs> I got so distracted because I saw Luke's face. I, I was trying to pay attention to you, Brad. I knew it was all over. Sorry, uh, I was, I okay, guys, our next Twitter question. Also, before we do this, we're starting hour two of our seven-hour podcast <laughs> live here at the press. Is it real? What time is it now? Almost two minutes from 11. God, it has You're to actually still two. ending your first hour. Yeah. Ending the first hour, starting <laughs> the second. Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from at McLaren Hamish, who wants to know what is the lineup this season that Billy never plays but seems so perfect in theory? And what is the lineup he consistently plays but never seems to work? Oh my gosh. Mm. This is an impossible question. The one uh, that, the one that makes so much sense that never played last year that I would like to see this year is uh Abrinas and Patterson with, together with so, the three. Okay. The three being Russ, Russ Paul George, Paul and, George Adams. and Adams. That's an interesting one. Did he never play that? He didn't do it much. Never. Yeah. Never. So that maybe that carries over. Maybe that's the one that like makes a lot of sense and they never right. play. Yeah. Um, what one won't work that he'll keep trying? Do you think that he'll put Paul George with the bench again? I don't think so. Surely not. Although maybe, I mean, like, here's the thing. They're going to, Schroeder's going to be with the bench. Right. Certainly. Um, Schroeder may start. I'm still not ruling that out. But he's going to be out there with the bench guys. I don't think he's going to try Paul George again. they got so many wing guys now that it makes more sense to just kind of build a bench unit around Schroeder. Um, I don't, man, I can't think of something that's going to be like, that's, that doesn't work at all and he's going to stick with it. I think that. Like, if, if Corey Brewer was still here, I would assume it would have Corey yeah, Brewer in it. Right. I think he's going to try Jeremy Grant with Nerlens for, like, way too many minutes. That might be one. They're definitely going to do that, and we'll see how that works. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jeremy Grant is, like, out on a mission to prove he's an outside shooter in the preseason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of space with those two guys. The thing is, that they're in a weird situation. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. The, the lineups that I think, man, that could really be something defensively, I'm like, well, how are they going to score? Yeah, and then the te- the lineups are. I'm like, man, that's going to be so hard to stop. It's like, can they guard anybody? Mm-hmm. Um, so the one thing I know about Billy, I don't know which lineups going to be as described here, but I know there's going to be a ton of lineups. There's going to be so many. He's going to try so much stuff. Oh God, the first half of the season is going to drive everyone insane. Oh, wait until wait until the two weeks where Diallo looks like pretty good, and yeah. Billy's like, we're just going to play TLC for like three weeks. Oh, now. oh you my know? God, like, it's going to happen. That's, that's Billy. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. I think there's a chance that he's going to play Adams and Nerlens quite a bit together, and I just don't see. You that think working. so? He keeps talking about it. He does. He and brings I, it up all the time. What is what is the be, what is the hopeful benefit of that? You're you've got big guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's big bodies. It's two pretty good defenders, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess, is it all? De- is it only defense that? He's I think maybe about? it's like looking back at the Cantor and Adams lineups that actually were pretty effective. Yeah, and maybe trying to rekindle some of that magic. He's yeah, so different but, from Cantor. Oh, so totally. different. He's, I mean, like he could not. Nerlens Noel and his Cantor could not be more different. Really. I mean, it's offensively. Like, doesn't don't doesn't Nerlens want to kind of play like Steven Adams? Like maybe get a pass out of the high post or run pick and rolls with a guard for the most Paul part. George. And, so like, and he'd like to have the work? ball in his hand some at like free throw line extended and pass. Yeah. Like right. serving so the floor, exactly, which yeah. Adams is great at. He never right. used to do really. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Nick Divs, who says, "Is there a chance Donovan Mitchell makes the All Star game this season over Dame? Probably." Is he positioned for a huge leap, or have we seen 
his best form. I'm all in on Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I, I probably come down somewhere in between there. We haven't seen his best. He's still no, so young. No question. Yeah. Now, is he closer to his best than your average rookie was? Maybe because it's a – what a fit. I mean, that system was so good for him and that yeah. personnel was so good for him. But I still think he's going to get quite a bit better. I, I think, really like him. I think he'll make the all-star team. He will. It's too easy to, to snub Dame at this point. It's like, ah, whatever. Well, I think Utah <laughs> will have every year. Write what? another rap, Dame. Yeah, okay, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think Utah will have a better record than Portland. Yeah, yeah that should be and, certain. Yeah, and people are going to value them. They're going to say, we need to put somebody on Utah on this team, and it's got to be Donovan Mitchell. What if Portland's, like, real good again? What if we're all just like, <laughs> what? Like, we're all so sure. Well, we're so positive. The thing is that we just need, like, someone has got to miss right. the playoffs. Right, And... They seem like an easy pick. What if it's the Lakers? It could be the Lakers. Well, I want I want you and Taylor to talk then because Taylor thinks they're going to be awesome. I my just bold, don't know. My bold prediction. So this isn't realistic. Understand a bold prediction is if you get it right, you are in the 1% of people who actually predicted right. this. Taylor, okay. Taylor put $1,000 on this. I put $10,000 on this. <laughs> the Lakers get the four seed, have a better regular season than Utah. Whoa. Yep. LeBron uses all of these good players around him not great not even very uh well-rounded but they're all good at specific things and he figures out how to use each one of them and i think that they that they get the four i don't really think they get the four seed i boldly predict that they get the four seed you know what i could see happening there maybe this won't happen but i could totally see talking about lineups that look i could see lebron and the young guys looking great and yeah. they're just not doing it enough then being like well we're gonna put lebron out there with what's what's Rondo. the nickname for his uh mud mud oh yeah he's gonna play with the mud i feel like not everybody's like yeah lebron handpicked these guys i feel like lebron handpicked these guys so that at the end of the season if they don't make the playoffs they're disappointed like yeah you know what we we had these guys we had michael beasley on the team like these are all his excuses like, the, we had beasley there's no there's Lance no pressure and, with this team at all anything good they do is going to be praised anything bad it's like ah yeah if they miss sucks. the playoffs it'll be if surprising. they miss yeah, that, the would that, that would be, be surprising that would yeah. be like, there, there's there's pressure there to me yeah, because it's not going to be easy to make the playoffs. Do you really? I just cannot see them missing the playoffs. I don't think they're going to miss it. I just think there's. I think there's two or three teams I feel really good are going to be in. Three or four teams I feel really good about getting in. Golden yeah. State's going to get in. Houston, um, Oklahoma City, uh, Utah. I feel like those four teams yeah. I can feel very good about, and Agreed. everybody else like like a bunch of other teams you can feel really good about. But like I think Denver's going to make it. So whose spot is Denver going to take? I don't know. Yeah. I like Denver, too. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. We have like a hundred questions. It comes from Nick Dibbs. <laughs> who, wants, who says, Utah Jazz as the second seed. Why is this happening, and why is it not happening? Well, it's not happening because there might have been a little bit of smoke and mirrors last year. They might not have been quite as good. They, they, their record at the end of the year was kind of insane. They went on a just a, mm-hmm. they had like a great college season to end the year. They went like yeah. whatever it was in their mm-hmm. last 32 games. Um, and I don't know if they're quite as good as all that. Um, they also lost to Atlanta twice in that stretch. It's mm-hmm. really weird. Um, they lost to Schroeder twice. Is I mean, really essentially, what they lost yeah, Dennis Schroeder like beat them two times. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why they went out and got him. Like we, got, we need a Utah beater. Yeah. <laughs> Utah specialist. Um, but I mean, like, look, they're really good, and their their personnel fits really well. And he's a really good coach, Quinn Snyder. So, I'm not I'm not against it, mostly because I don't know if I love anybody else at the two. Like I'm not sure I love Houston. They're fine. Oh, 
I think they're going to be that's so a, good in the regular spicy. season. They're going to kill people offensively. I think they're good. I mean, like, I think Houston the, is good. Like, what's but a like, good if, record? I don't know. But, like, if they finish third and Utah finish second, would I be shocked? No, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be surprised. If Houston was fourth, I'd be surprised, but not shocked. Those, I think there's a much closer – I think after one this year, I think two, three, and four are not that far apart. I don't think we're going to get that number two separation the way that we got the – last year it was one, two. We're very clearly ahead of everybody else. This year I could see one being ahead, and then, you know, two, three, four, five is maybe a little yeah. bit more balanced. Is that because you saw 80 games of Carmelo Anthony? Is that what makes you say this? <laughs> I just, you know, the weird thing about Houston is I just don't really like everything they did. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Brandon Knight person, um, but I'm mostly, I don't like what they yeah. lost defensively. Brandon Knight will never play anyway. Right. Um, he's never healthy. But I don't like what they lost defensively and what they tried to replace it with. Um, yeah. James Ennis is fine, but I have my doubts. I feel like we've, like the NBA Twitter has gone, first it was, Trevor Reza is so important, and then we're all the way swung to Trevor Reza is not that important. He was and making it's definitely them worse. somewhere in the middle. Hey yeah. guys, yeah. hey, what's up? The famous, the famous Dusty Gilpin of Tree and Leaf Clothing is here. You might have seen his stylings on NBA on TNT here or on billboards. Here, put your face on the YouTube, please. This is there no, is. get in more. <laughs> was he in there? Dane, yeah. there he is. And here's Dane. He's not famous for anything. There's Dan, Big D. These are our friends that came to see. Well, he wasn't. The press. He wasn't famous for anything. He wasn't, now he's famous. He's famous. <laughs> Welcome to fame. It's tough over here. Hey, how many uh, how many Bloody Marys is that for you so far? Just one. I got We're here for seven hours. I have to go slow yeah, bird. We gotta. We gotta take it. How's married life? Uh, sexy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not. I think we have the same shirt on. The right answer. What? That was the wrong answer. <laughs> what do you mean wrong answer? my married life okay so Utah. i lie to you however i want <laughs> why are they so you said they were smoking yeah, mirrors a little bit <laughs> what makes you say M- that? maybe a little bit i i just don't know if they were as if they're as good as they were at the end of last year i just don't know if they're that good yeah we'll see and i i do think like i think mitchell will be a little bit better does that mean he's going to be like you know a guy that carries you to to 55 60 wins i don't you know yeah. i don't know I and think, their health is a factor, too. For sure. Gobert misses time all the time, and yeah. he's a, a, a huge difference for them. And he's yeah. a hard guy to play off the floor. Teams have not had great success. Just like he, That's the one guy at that position who plays that way that nobody can really figure out. Mm-hmm. And I think we will really get to see just how good Donovan Mitchell is or can be because last year was kind of a surprise to every team. Yeah. Like, he came on, he was not good in the first half of the year. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was incredible, especially going right into the playoffs. I don't think anyone knew kind of like how he played how he scored was he good in iso was he better in pick and roll no one really knew how to defend him and i think this year teams will have a better idea of how to guard it paul george really struggled with him because you don't know what to expect how do you anticipate anything with a guy who hasn't you haven't seen much that's fair who was it just recently talking about i was just listening maybe it was zach Lowe talking about like the pacers the pacers were a team last year that like they came out of nowhere and nobody really expected anything of them and now you come back this year and people are gonna say okay now we know we got a game every night when we play Indiana. So how's that gonna how's that gonna be different? How's it gonna be different for him now? He's a guy who, I mean, there was a period this year where Donovan Mitchell, I could not turn on my TV. I felt like everything I turned yeah. on, Donovan Mitchell was on it. Yeah. It was like a Friends rerun, and somehow Donovan Mitchell was in it. <laughs> like I don't, he's he's a big thing now. Guys are gonna be a little yeah. bit more keyed up to play him. Yeah. All right, our next Twitter question comes from Pepsi United. He wants to know what is the single thing that Ferguson has as an advantage over Diallo. It cannot be NBA experience. 
shooting. He's a better shooter. Thank you for your answer. That's all. <laughs> Good answer. What else is there to expand upon, though? Yeah, I mean, he's a better shooter. Yeah. I mean, the NBA experience is real. I mean, it matters. But yeah. the, the shooting thing, Diallo might someday, they're not, they're not down on him as a shooter. They think he's going to be a good shooter ultimately. Yeah. But, but also the Thunder don't care that much about shooting. Fair. <laughs> I mean, the Thunder has the Thunder's drafted 100 guys who can't shoot in the hopes that one of them turns out to be a decent shooter. Right. And they're going to play him anyways, yeah. even if they can't. That's true. So I don't know. What's the chance that we get to February... And Diallo's ahead of the rotation of Ferguson. I don't think there's a great chance. And the, I mainly based it on the fact that, like, I mean, you just it's hard to quantify. Billy really likes Terrence Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He just really likes him. He's always liked him. He's liked him from day one. It's not, I'm not saying he doesn't like Diallo, but it's hard for me to see him freezing Ferguson out of the rotation or, or elevating many people above him. Yeah. All right. Our next Twitter question is from at Jared KW13 who says you have to add one specific basketball skill to one player on the Thunder. What player is it, and what skill is it? And then he has a follow-up question, which we'll do after Easiest this. question ever. What's the answer? I'd let Westbrook make threes off the dribble. Yeah, that would be mm. insane. I would make Westbrook eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> is that a skill? That's a skill. Height is a skill. No, that's true. I'm adding get, it to him. People get drafted just for the skill of, of being, being of seven really, three. really tall. Yeah. He is now eight feet tall. Same speed. Oh, everything. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> that would be incredible. That's good. <laughs> okay, you win. Both great answers so wanna, far. Okay, you guys add, add, some, add something to someone. I, is there anything better than if he just was really good from three? Like, I know he's good spot up from three. Or Okay, he's okay. It, yeah, he's good. How about like this? He's, he's, he's good. He's close to league average as a yeah. spot up. Guy. It can't be Westbrook. Now what do you guys do? I mean, the easiest one that we've been wanting for forever is if Andre Robertson could shoot threes like yeah. Clay Thompson. Then he's <laughs> he could pretty good. threes like <laughs> Clay Thompson. I feel like, any, <laughs> I feel like any, it's just like give anybody a three-point shot. Yeah, like, yeah somebody make a three. Yeah. If I can't if I if I can't have Westbrook, I'll just give it to Adams for fun. Yeah. Right. All right. Now the second part of at Jared KW13's Twitter question. Which Marvel superhero would be the best NBA player? I guess Wolverine. He couldn't even get hurt on the Pelicans. <laughs> I mean that dude would never get hurt. Luke, I'm gonna this go is your, this is like Luke question. I'm gonna go Marvel bad guy, daredevil villain, Bullseye. Oh, His perfect oh, okay. game. Super accuracy. Yeah, That'd be pretty Can't fun because Bullseye would be like, I'm going to bounce this off this backboard and it's going to go yes. in that end. <laughs> like, that'd be off pretty of, fun. Off of guys' heads and then yeah. it goes in for three. <laughs> Wait, like got people in the, uh, in the audience? No. Throws it, it off no, someone in the... On, no, like other oh, yeah. players. But that's out of bounds. He couldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, true. So true. it's like off of like, you know, an opposing player's head and then it goes in. Whoa. Cool. So like, remember that pass Westbrook made to Oladipo where it went under somebody's knee and like bounced up right? It was in Toronto. Like, he could do it that, but it Corey would go Joseph. in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it do exactly that, but go in. Do you yeah. think that From Westbrook um, actually can see into the future and know exactly where Corey Joseph's <laughs> leg is going to be right when he threw that pass? Because there was a good full... Mm, Full second, which is a long time, when he threw the ball to when it got to. It was awesome. What a weirdly specific superpower that would be. At any given moment, I know where Corey Joseph's knee <laughs> will be. Or you can look. You can look one second into the future, 
yeah. you only have one second that you can see into the future, how would you use that? I don't know. I'd be really, like, one second. Because, like, you're like, oh, no, this bus is going to hit me. Yeah, yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough, but it worked for Westbrook right then. It did. It was, it was very good for that one Those pass. would be, like, the only uh, superpowers that wouldn't uh, make God uh, angry. <laughs> You know, like which superpowers make God angry? Well, I don't know ones that ones that are like a little too far. Swipe, like, oh, swipe. like Storm, like Storm. You think would make yeah, God angry? Yeah, and it's like, come on, God man, would be like, that's my that's my thing, Storm. It's hey. like this wasn't supposed to happen till next week. These people weren't supposed to die until step, next week. Step off, Storm. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like Superman saved someone across the world. God's like. I, that guy, I planned for him to die this way three weeks ago. I had what a plan for him. <laughs> this is good. Oh, but a second in the future, you can't really disrupt God's plans. I still like the idea that, like, if right now, you, if you ask Russell right now, like, where is Corey Joseph's knee? <laughs> He'd be like, well, his, it's crossed. He's, his wife is shopping, and he's, like, waiting outside. Right. <laughs> oh, he's, getting, uh, he's getting taped right now, so it's up on the trainer's table. Luke, I thought you were just going to say daredevil. As a Daredevil basketball player. I mean, yes, he'd be good, and it'd be <laughs> really, he, though? it'd be really fun. Yes, yes, because he because he has like echolocation. I know it's but like he can see, but he's he'd be really good. Every pass is a no look pass. Yes, because he has, <laughs> he cannot see, and it'd be wild. You're like, ah, oh, this you'd under teams would underestimate him. They're like, ah, oh, this guy when when he comes he d- with the cane when he dunks, he says, "Take that, Cedric Ceballos." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Okay, that's good. Uh, do you guys not remember that? I don't remember what you're talking about. When he blindfolded and he dunked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Good Listen, pull. I'll save my jokes for the real basketball enthusiasts later. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil would be good. That's a deep cut. Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone else. Would be do, really good. Do we have anything else? I mean, most superheroes would probably be good if they could learn to just play. Like, if Spider-Man could play basketball, he'd be really good at it. I don't know if he can. Can he shoot? Who would be bad? Could he get the ball out of his hand? Ooh, good question. That's true. Hulk defensively, would, be, though. Hulk would yeah. be really bad. Hulk would be bad. <laughs> he just rips. He just rips refs in half. Thing would be really bad. He'd be good in the post. Nah, he had he had <laughs> He'd stone hands. He'd be good. Look at the post. Rocks for hands. All right, let's. Brett Dawson's here. Let's get him. Okay. Questions. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, we have stretchy arms. Just dunk him. Oh, that'd be good. Dunk oh, him man. on the other side of the court. Man, Jay Billis would just. The wingspan. <laughs> my, my God, it's 20 feet long. <laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at blog OKC, who says, what is the weirdest NBA trade in recent memory? Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. I think about, like, the, the massive point guard trade that happened maybe three or four oh, years ago. Where every point guard in the league got traded. It's like Phoenix yeah. and Milwaukee. It was Brandon yeah. Knight and MCW and Isaiah Thomas. Yep. That one was weird. Because, like, basically no one was good but Isaiah Thomas, but no one thought that Isaiah Thomas was the best player in that trade. Yeah. I mean, honestly, given all the stuff that was going around at the time, uh, Victor Oladipo and DeMontis Sabonis for Paul George is pretty weird. I mean, they got it Paul did, George without yeah. giving up a first-round pick. Uh, he went to Oklahoma City. I mean, like, it just wasn't what anybody expected. It was so out of the blue. Yeah. We were talking that day. We were texting, yeah. like, 
Man, the Thunder screwed this summer. Yeah, what are they going to do? They had no flexibility. It's like, what do they got to trade? And then all of a sudden, it was Ramona, right? It was Ramona's yeah. tweet. It was like, what in the and world? And it was, yeah, he's been traded to the Thunder. And everybody, the first thing I did was to look Me too. to make sure it was the right profile. I had notifications on for Ramona, so I was like, sure. But even then, I like, still went and looked. Somebody has hacked her account. This yeah. can't be true. Yeah, that, was a, that was a crazy one. I mean, how annoying is it to you guys that people now uh, take the flip side of that and they're like, I don't know if that was a fair trade for Thunder. <laughs> Indiana really made out with uh, Sabonis and Oladipo. I feel like that's gone now that he resigned. I think the yeah. whole thing about that was yeah. was like, if they only get him for a year, was that a better trade for Indiana? Yeah. And like, on a, on, there's, a, there's a great argument that it was a better trade for Indiana if he had left. Sure. Yeah. Um, we had a Twitter question earlier that we did not get to. It is from at Michael C. Oh. Gilliam. By the way, the Boogie trade was super weird too. I mean, they like the buddy. Yeah, you buddy made healed. so many jokes on your podcast about Buddy healed, you know, like Buddy for whatever, and then it ends up being the Buddy for the Boogie, <laughs> the Boogie for the Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. That was another one of my uh, Andrew Schlecht fan <laughs> yeah, things. It really was. It really was. All right, at Michael C. Gilliam wanted to know: Is it crazy to anyone else that no one is talking about the Thunder re-signing Paul George this offseason? That's a big a move. As anything else that happened. So this I, is what where we does were he just live? talking about. Because like here, I feel like people are talking about it a lot. Yeah, here. But I think usually when uh, our Twitter followers are mad, they're mad at everyone. Else. I see. I see. Yeah. National, so are we. Like nationally, I think like he resigned I, and was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then move I think on. probably the main reason for that is LeBron changed teams and LeBron went to the yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. And people just don't find national media just doesn't find Oklahoma City that uh, fun to talk about, or yeah. there's not that many stories. Once if it's not revolving around Durant or Russell Westbrook doing something mean, no one really wants to talk about if they're good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? How fun is that? I think people are a little tired of talking about Russell. Yeah. And if they're going to, like, they need to find some kind of hot take for him. But otherwise, I think people are a little bit tired. Which has turned more negative. Yeah, it's negative, and I think people are just kind of tired of Russell for whatever reason. Russell fatigue. Yeah, I think that's real. Well, I I just don't think, like, it changes the thunder, like, for the next four years. You know, it makes us to where we can compete. And, like, if he would have left. Yeah, the thunder would have been screwed. That would have been terrible. It also, you know, it's funny. We talk about, like, nobody likes to talk about them. Like, oh, nobody likes to talk about the Thunder. But even we, we were sitting there on media day, like, well, this is boring. They didn't have any, like, weird stuff going on, <laughs> it's right? It was like, yeah. it was like well, everybody's signed for the future. We don't have to ask about it's this. Mostly like, the same team. Yeah, it's like, you know, Dennis Schroeder's new or whatever. But there wasn't, like, a, it wasn't, media day didn't have a whole lot of drama to it at all. And that's, I mean, that's the way the Thunder wants it, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a little bit like, let's get on with playing games. You know what? You're exactly right because it would be like, oh my God, Jimmy Butler almost got in a fight with the uh, at practice with the Wolves and he's destroying this team. He's like, ah, yeah, but Paul George resigned with Oklahoma yes, City. Right. <laughs> Maybe we should lead with this. How, Maybe we should talk about. We this. We should talk more about continuity. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the trade was a good trade. Turns out, <laughs> continuity is really important. I'm just it glad. is. I'm, I'm ready for a little bit of boring, like, no, wild, like, oh, is he staying? Is he going? Are they going to resign? Yeah. Like, I'm just ready for, like, basketball. Well, I think it also just emphasizes that people love storylines and player m- movement in the offseason more than they do, like, real basketball. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't think people are like excited to analyze what the Thunder will look like on the court because it's just not that exciting anymore. The Paul George trade was really exciting. Him resigning was really exciting. But now it's like, oh, well, they're like a real basketball team now. Yeah, and Let's the, find something else. The NBA banks on that, by the way. They like that we like that stuff. Like, oh, it's yeah. important to them because oh, this yeah. is what's making them uh, – it's what's making the league what it is right now, which is like the – the, the looming juggernaut of sports leagues. Do you, yeah. do you even hear about the NHL when they're not playing? Which you barely hear about I, I the NHL. I don't really playing. hear much about them when they are playing. Yeah. But, or baseball or football. Yeah. There's really nothing out this. It's really the only the major stove. sport that. What does that mean? Hot stove. What's that? I don't know. It's a baseball term, like the hot stove. It's like the off season trade market. It's right. called the hot stove. We need uh, to ask baseball Fred. people. That's a Fred Katz question. Yeah. yeah. I don't get baseball people. I don't either. I, R- Royce might know that. If you'll stick around I, until four o'clock, yes, <laughs> you can answer. Jeez, I'm 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 still in the process of moving apartments, so no, I will not be sticking around. How was four. moving? Are you are you? Uh, uh, I had movers, so that was good, but yeah. there's still a lot of a lot of stuff it's, unpacking. Yeah, yeah, it's stressful. It is moving. It is. And people forget how stressful moving is. Oh, it's terrible. It's a great thing to do, like the weekend before the season starts. Right. It's yeah. really smart. It's what, great timing. What complex are you moving to, and what's your apartment number? <laughs> yeah, can you tell us. Yeah, you got a gate. What's the code? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see when Kanye was in with Donald Trump? Yeah, what his unlock code <laughs> was? It was zero 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 zero. Yeah, and he did it on national TV. <laughs> uh, I would say that's not the craziest thing that he yes. did or said. I would agree. That is true. But still pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Also, like Kanye can't use the thumbprint. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's true. Plus, Why didn't he? He probably doesn't trust the thumbprint. I I can't. <laughs> This isn't secure enough. I don't trust this. Zero, 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 zero. Plus, the wildest thing is you know Kanye has stuff on his phone that he doesn't want people to see. Oh, yeah. You know? He's got like three albums on there. Like albums, pictures, recordings, notes, apps. I guarantee Kanye's probably on Twitter and he saw that video and he's like, well, now my phone's just out there. Better change this. One 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 two three four five six. <laughs> it's wild. All right, our next Twitter question comes from at Benelevant Benelevant King. This is yeah, Ben Elephant King. Ben Elephant King. This is making fun of Luke. Yes, making because I could not pronounce that word, and still I've been sitting at my house <laughs> trying to pronounce it, and I still cannot. The word benevolent. Benelevant. <laughs> I can't say it. It's Just put the, put the V before the L. Benvelevant? <laughs> but, okay, let me try one more time. This is okay. Okay. Give it an honest try. Benelevant. Okay, here. Ben. Ben. Eh. Eh. V. V. Lint. Lint. Benevolent. Benevolent. Oh, <laughs> ben, so ben, close. Benevolent. You were there. You Benel- were there. Benevolent. I can't. Ben, this ben, is Phoebe ben teaching ben Joey French in that Friends episode. Benelevant. This is Benelevant. But literally, I've been sitting around my house trying to do it. Man. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. So Ben Elephant King wants to know <laughs> the over-under on the number of games before the Thunder fans start saying Donovan should be fired. His number is 12.5. Four? Uh, say it'll be some low number. One? <laughs> After they lose to the Warriors yeah. on night yeah. one, like yeah. is he really if, the if, guy? If Russ plays, it might legitimately be one. You know, if Russ yeah. doesn't play, people will probably be like, "Well, if no Russ Russell. plays and they and they get killed or yeah. something on night yeah. one, it'll he's be yeah, he's he's just not willing to call out th- his players. I would, I he's would just not willing to do it. I would take the under on twelve, honestly. Yeah, 
I think there, it's already. I had somebody call into the radio telling me that he's not a guy that's willing to tell his players what to do. That his players run the show and he just sits back. I'm like, all right, man. You know, glad you know. I'm so interested. So now Andrew has a radio show. God. Oh my Crap. gosh! Wow. Okay. okay. Now Andrew has a radio show. I'm really interested to see like what you get from radio callers because radio callers are different than Twitter followers. You know, it's true. I'm really and I can't edit out things later. Man, and you can't. No. True. And you can't mute. There's no. Mu- well, I guess I could. Yeah, you but, could. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but by the time button, you've, you've done that button, whatever, it's already gone. It's already gone out. To it's out there. People. <laughs> That's scary. I'm gonna call it and just go wild one day. It's Ben Elephant. Ben Elephant. <laughs> Let me try it one more time. <laughs> Please. Ben- We've got plenty of time. Someone else throughout. say it. Benevolent. Benet. Benevolent. Benevolent. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Benevolent. Nope. <laughs> Benevolent. The over under on number of times you can say this correctly is one. Yeah. Benevolent. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> Someone else say it. I used to know a girl Benevolent. who couldn't. Excrement. I used to know a girl who couldn't say the word ibuprofen. She she said ibuprofen every time. She could Pro-friend. not. Profren. Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. I can say that. And it, it was the same thing. She could be like, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Benevolent. All right. Next question. I say uh, hopstittle. Will you take me to hopstittle? Um, I knew someone that couldn't say consequences. They'd say constant quenches. <laughs> <laughs> like they were constantly thirsty. Like, yeah, uh, you're going to have to deal with the constant quenches. <laughs> Okay. Wasn't that you're constantly quenched? Like you're constantly just drinking water? Yeah. Con- I'm, I'm constant quenched. Uh, constant I have a friend quenches. who thought it was crossified. Not crucified, but crossified. <laughs> which makes sense. sense. I get it. Yeah, yeah it makes I get sense. it. He also... Th- it's more this intuitive. Is, this is Michael Urris. He also thought that it was... Um, mock my words, not mark my words. <laughs> and we were like, what are you talking about? He was like, what a weird thing to demand of people. <laughs> well, he said, I'll be back. This mock my words. Mock my words. This is what he said is, he was like, well, it's a way to keep me accountable so that when I do come back, you can mock what I said to you. And it's proof that I did what I told you I was going to do. It's all about accountability. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All of his reasoning I understand. It checks it. out. It checks out. Especially crossified. Will you pass me the water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> crossified. Oh, man. <laughs> and you know, whenever something comes up, it comes up in like a big group of friends. Oh, yeah. And this is when this and happened. And everyone's just like, what? <laughs> what did you say? You said constant quenches? <laughs> <laughs> constant quenches is good. The same person had a very, a very hard time with Soldier and shoulder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. She's like, oh, I hurt my soldier. <laughs> <laughs> what about shoulder surgery? Sho- soldier surgery. <laughs> shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. It's very hard. Hey, Brett, do you, yes. have, any, you have any Thunder hot takes heading into the season? Um, I have not prepared my hot takes. I got, they, they, they usually uh, marinate a little while. We, when, I, at, when I was at the Oklahoma, we usually did a hot take podcast. At the end, we would do like mm-hmm. two or three. And since I don't have to do those, I'm not a big hot take guy. I'm I know not, you're not. Yeah. I don't love hot t- I mean, I guess my, the biggest one I have is that, like, I'm just going to stick with the. I think th- I think Schroeder's going to end up starting. That's, that's going to okay. be my big one. That's, that's pretty bold. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think ultimately he's going to start. Probably not the whole year because I think when Robertson's back, he'll start. But I think, I think at some point that's the conclusion they're going to reach is that they want to start that way. You think it's because Ferguson's not good enough to 
I just think that spot. I think here's the thing: they're gonna they want to end games with him on the floor. That's gonna happen more no. often than it doesn't. Most of the time, he'll end games, and I, I I could just see them saying, you know what? We're we're the reason we're doing this is because we like having the additional playmaker on the court. This is the kind of like lineup construction that Billy wants. So why would we just not start this way? Hmm. That's bold. That's bold. Yeah, I like do that. you have a is your win prediction out there yet? It's not. You want to drop it right here um, on, on YouTube? Will the athletic hire us after this? If you drop it, eventually, the athletic oh. will hire everyone. <laughs> Everybody um, in this room will be hired by the athletic <laughs> by the time um, this pod's over. Uh, we actually need a bartender. Do we? Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm okay, not ready. okay, I'm not ready. Oh. I'll give it a couple of days. All right. Um, hey, we got our Twitter question from at d underscore ray. Who wants to know which Thunder player do you believe has the best chances to win an individual award this season and for which award? Examples, Schroeder for six man, Grant most improved, Russ MVP, etc. I'm already on record saying I think Schroeder will win the six man. I think it's probably the best chance. If If he starts half the games, I don't know. Right. If if your prediction (laughs) becomes true, then no. But I... I think that they'll start Ferguson or Diallo or somebody before Robertson yeah. gets back. But um, all the other ones are probably out of reach for the Thunder. And let, maybe maybe Ferguson takes a big leap and becomes a good player. I mean, Diallo MVP. <laughs> Diallo. Really. I, um, I picked him for the all-rookie all, all second team. Yeah. There you go. Is that bold? That's not that, it's not yeah, that bold. See, it's Luke I Moore. just don't know about minutes. None of Andrew's takes are bold predictions. Yeah. We did bold predictions we, already. None of them were bold. We found out that mine were just predictions. They were just reasonable predictions. One year when we did the, the hot takes on the podcast, I was my first year, I was like, Russell Westbrook's going to get 25 triple doubles. And everybody was like, you're insane. And how many got 41 or whatever. Yeah. That's still so crazy. That is crazy, absurd. Man. It's yeah. absurd. That um, is the best way. That is the best season that we could have had after that summer. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Is it yeah. weird if I say that I think the best chance of all those is Westbrook winning the MVP? Like, I don't think oh. any of them are great chances. So, like, he just won it a couple years ago. Yeah. I don't think Westbrook's probably ever going to win one again, but I just no. don't think there's a lot of great um, – because there's been such backlash. to the. I'm not saying he won't have another great year. There's been such backlash to his winning it that I just right. think eventually people will not give it to him again. But, like, I just don't like any award candidate off this, off this group. Maybe We're, Paul George for Defensive Player of the Year, but he doesn't ever seem like he's really in that conversation. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's weird that we're dealing with, like, the Russell backlash from winning the MVP because, like, this past season, like, he had a he almost averaged a triple-double. He did average yeah. a triple-double. And yeah. so, he did it. So, yeah. And, and it, it was just like, everyone's like, oh, uh, we don't care. We've seen this before. And, like, this is wild. No one else could do this. Uh, let's just all decide that we don't care about triple-doubles anymore. Those are so lame now. I don't, it's such a weird thing that they'll stop being cool. And it's yeah. just because it's Russell Westbrook. It's also just because I think that NBA Twitter is has a hard time enjoying something. Yeah, yeah. I and just uh, I just think that especially with Russell and there's there's just a, a lot of weirdness around Russell, especially something like that. Like NBA Twitter has a really easy time enjoying Jimmy Butler. You know, true. Like, that's like really easy to enjoy. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, stuff like that. They, it's, they like it's Russell to pick apart. They like Russell being a butthead to people, but yeah. they don't like Russell being good at basketball. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Also, I'll he say, keeps it real. Russ, I'll ask Russ a question, and he'll just stare at me and not answer it, and it'll get on Twitter, and people are like, "I like the way he keeps it real. <laughs> I like the way he keeps it. <laughs> he kept it so real just then." 
Who really like Stephen Adams actually keeps it real. Russell is pretty real. Is just Ennis kept it pretty real. Ennis, yeah, yeah still does. It's hard nipples is pretty real. It's so real. That's very real. Paul George uh, doesn't know what real is. <laughs> he just That's speaks so words. That's so true. Paul is a people pleaser. I mean, like he's a guy yeah. who's like he wants to say the stuff that makes everybody happy. Yeah, not the most people pleaser was Kevin Durant. He wanted to be people pleaser. He, that's why he won the real the real Kevin when he was in Oklahoma City. You know, we're doing a seven hour pod, but I don't think we have time for that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we have fine. way too much more. We have way too much. We uh we burned. Okay, I think we burned through. We burned through uh, a lot of our. Yeah, you questions. didn't go through all of them, though. You didn't ask him from at Sam Presti. Okay, is Nader an NBA player? Okay. Who? Abdul. I know. I, I don't know who he is. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't no know anything about him. I, I know he played some for Boston. I cannot honestly tell you that I can remember a moment of his NBA career. Um, and like Billy Donovan said the other day, like Billy said, I don't want to pretend like I don't know anything about him as a player, but I don't have any idea how he's going to fit with us because yeah. you just haven't seen it yet. What position does he play? He's, I mean, I think he's basically the at a three yeah. who you could kind of do a little bit of small ball four with. Yeah. Which and could be useful. Might, and yeah. he might be good at it. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he may or may not <laughs> no be good. Is he a good no. player? Because you, you could take it from one side that like, he played for Boston, and they chose him to be a player on their team, and they usually choose good players. Or you could say they let him go and didn't keep him on their roster, you know, and they could have. Well, yeah. And Boston is just so good at making players uh, better than they probably are. Like, they're, they're so good at getting the very best and very specific parts of that player. Yeah. Um, that how, I don't know. How good did you think Marcus Morris was before he was on the Celtics? Right. Like, I thought he was okay. He was okay, yeah. But he was kind of awesome for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, here's a bold prediction. I don't know if this is bold, but my rookie of the year pick. Okay. Trey Young. Whoa, that is bold. I think that's bold, too. I think he's going to be awesome. And I, I think, think he's going cool. to have a ton of shots. I think, with a chance, I think there's a chance that the rookie of the year comes out of that trade. I just don't know yeah. that I think it's going to be Trey Young. Mm. Yeah. But I, I think I think he's going to put up monster numbers. Oh, he, based well. on the preseason, it looks like he's... He looks like, awesome. Yeah, he looks really good. It's going to um, be him. Luka looks amazing, too, yeah. man. Doncic, that, he's good. That game the other night... The stuff he was doing to NBA players, like with his handle at 19 and hitting shots like that, he's 19. He's good. No one talks about him being 19. He's good. I had this moment in the preseason where I was like, really pre-preseason, before the season started, like like training camp, that kind of thing, where I was like, could Dallas get the eight? They can't. I'm sure they can't. I just (laughs) keep thinking about it. I'm just so intrigued by them because I also like Dennis Smith Jr. a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be fun. Like, Dallas is going to be fun to watch this year. Me who's, worth something. Who's better, Dallas or the Clippers? Like, like we'll have a better record. Yeah. Also, is it weird that I don't think the Clippers are good? Like, like I hear no, people I mean, say, like, well, they're going to be a tough out. Like, they'll be hard to keep out. They'll, they'll beat a lot of people. I, like, I don't get it. I'm just. I know they have a lot of NBA players. They have a lot I just of. Don't guys. know how many good ones they have. Like, really good ones. And who's their best player? Gallinari or Tobias Harris? I guess it's Tobias Harris. Yeah. Which the, like how good are you really if Tobias Harris is your best he player? He should be your fourth best they player. Have a lot, they have a lot of people's fourth best players. That's the thing. They, do. Is they have nine rotation players yep. that are all fourth best players. Yeah. That's, I'm, I feel the same way about Brooklyn. Because some people yeah. are like, you know, the, book, the Nets yep. can really make some noise. It's like, they, they got some rotation guys. Kenneth Reed, man. It's like, man, Kenneth Reed couldn't play for the Nuggets last year. Yeah. Like, I don't nah. know why people think that they have all these quality pieces. They have guys that 
are your seventh, eighth, and ninth guys, yeah. certainly, which is probably better than a lot of you know GMs would have done for that team because yeah. it's been really bad for them. Uh, but I don't get any of the hype for the. The thing is, how good is Memphis? Like I don't, yeah. I don't. I'm so curious as to how good Memphis is going to be. And just with Conley and Gasol back healthy, I think people think, oh yeah, they'll be they'll be pretty good. Does anyone believe the Chandler Parsons stuff? No, no. What okay. what Chandler Parsons stuff? Just that he's going to play this year. He wrote a letter to Memphis, right, he saying did. like, "I'm sorry, I'm back this year. This is the year I'm going to make up for it all." What was his excuse for being? I mean, he's just always hurt. Yeah. Always. I don't know how. I, I don't know why he's apologizing he's for getting hurt. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the injury. So sorry. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. No way. He hasn't been good in how many years now? Four. Has it been four When's years? The last time he played, he was good. Like a full-ish season. Did he play Three the, years or did, four? He, did he play the first season with the Mavs? Decently? He was bad Maybe. on the Mavs. Maybe he's, he signed his contract in the club. He did. It's been three, It's been at least three years. Yeah, we can deep dive on Chandler Parsons if we I mean, want. We I mean, we've got some time. But yeah, Chandler I, Parsons is going to play seventy-five games, and Charlie Brown is going to kick that football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that team. Because, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if someone someone from the future, it's not Russell Westbrook because it's only one second in the future for Russell. <laughs> someone in the future said, you know what, the Memphis Grizzlies made the eighth seed. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I can see, yep. I can see that happening. And I, also, if they're like, if they win like 28 games, I could be like, well, yeah, yeah. sure. Brett Dawson, thanks for coming on the Thank show. You, yeah, thanks for having me. You're the man. Time. I'd like to thank Early Upgrade for sponsoring today's show. Listen up, if you're a manager of a larger company or even an owner of a larger company, I'm sure that your employees are griping to you about either their tablets or maybe their work phones, the battery life's not any good, they're not operating like they should, I was trying to get a meeting with this client, but blah, 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 with my phone, and you know what? You don't have to deal with that anymore, thanks to Early Upgrade. Go to earlyupgrade.com and you can get yourself some new devices uh, that also give you value for all of your old devices, whether or not they work, which is super nice. And one of the biggest perks to working with Early Upgrade is that they're Thunder fans. And so their owner's a Thunder fan. They're nationwide. So I know a lot of you guys aren't from Oklahoma, um, but if you are anywhere in the United States, Early Upgrade can help you out. So visit earlyupgrade.com. And support the people that support Down to Down. And making his debut on the pod, Carson Cunningham. Welcome. Hello, What's up? How yes. are we doing? We're doing good. We're 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 deep into hour three, man. We're eating, <laughs> and it, we're this is kind of lunch. Lunch. We've all got Taylor's got a veggie burger, which I had a bite of, and it's great. It is great. Are you guys getting loopy yet? It's three hours in. <laughs> huh? We're just getting started. We're just <laughs> right now. We're in a, a little bit of a food coma. Whose idea was this to go like? 10 hours. Like, I had hours. I wanted a 24 hour podcast oh, wow. <laughs> and things just to get wild like in the morning. But they talked me down to uh, a, a more reasonable amount of time. Well, what have <laughs> I what have I missed here? What's been the highlight? Uh, we did some bold predictions to start the show. Okay. Uh, Derek is here to talk about the Nuggets. Oh, okay. Nug life. So, Welcome Derek. Um they're, Brett, they're going to score a lot of points, the Nuggets. They're right. Going to watch. <laughs> to yes. Bring it back a little bit closer to your face. So, so the it's other almost team. in my put mouth. It like yeah. Put it in yes, your yes, mouth. Perfect. Put yeah. it in your mouth. Yeah, it does much. look delicious. It looks like an ice cream cone. <laughs> right. mm, lick it. Uh, do you have any hot takes about the Thunder this season? Oh, boy. Um, I, I tell you what, with the Thunder this year, 
last year was probably the worst sports prediction I think I've ever made in any form or fashion. <laughs> I thought they were going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, we all did. But yeah, I, we did. I, expect, yeah. I thought they were going to win like 60 games and be the yeah. second best team and challenge. The, like, I was as, as on the high end of that. Mm-hmm. So my, my take isn't that hot. It's just I'm going to pump the brakes this season. I mean, I was in Utah when they got run out of the gym every single game. Uh, that whole series, really, other than that one spurt they had at home where Russell and Paul George just went nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my hot take, I guess, is they're going to be fourth in the West. That's kind of where I'm, I land with them. Okay. I, I, that's, I might not even be hot, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, I'm just cautious. I'm cautious with Hamadou Diallo. Yeah. I'm cautious on Andre, which I'm sure we'll get into. You've been I, burned I'm, before. Yeah, I, I'm, like a, I'm like a spurned lover, you know. I understand. The Thunder did me dirty last year, and I, I still hear crap for predicting how well they were going to do last year. It looked like they had all the pieces in place. It did, and I just I didn't know how washed Carmelo was. I'm sure yeah, nobody following did. the Nuggets, he, you're familiar <laughs> with Carmelo's work. I thought he I thought he could at least hit open jump shots, and but but again, I'm cautious to blame him for everything, which right. seems to be what most people are doing coming mm-hmm. into this season. He was not the only issue. No, they're going to be better this year, I think. But I just they still have issues shooting the ball, especially from three. That's not changing. So uh, what, what's been the hottest take so far from you guys? I, I don't have a, just one flaming yet. I think Taylor, Taylor's Laker take is for me. He thinks they're getting the four seed. Oh, my. No. My bold prediction is that. <laughs> do we understand what, the, what this segment, hey, bold prediction Why are you is? getting so mad? Because you guys didn't bring any bold predictions. I did. Taylor. And then everyone's like, Taylor, why would you say that? Taylor, take it easy. Damn segment. Damn it. <laughs> Taylor, I'm about to cuss. You already did. Taylor. That doesn't I'm, count. I'm, I'm about every time, every Damn it to hell. Every time I see LeBron in a Lakers jersey, it just makes me sad that he just gave up. He just was like, oh, you know what? The Warriors. <laughs> I love this. No one's, oh, I'm no. here for all of no this. No one's beating the Warriors. I just, I'm going to go live in L.A., make movies, forget the basketball for a while. No. I mean, I just, who cares? I'm it just makes this. me sad. This is not. Yeah. You're so in on it. I don't. I mean, I think he'll obviously still play basketball, but it definitely feels like he went to LA. He was like, "I'll go make the max contract for four years and get my movie company yeah. laid down and start working on Space Jam Two. And you know, these it'll be fine if we are okay and we'll have fun because that's all it is. Like they haven't played much. I mean, they're, it's not awful basketball, but it's not good basketball, and people are just losing their mind. They just were so starved for anything resembling stardom in LA to where it's like it doesn't really. He doesn't have to give much there for them to love it. I mean, I, I also just think it's a l- way different world than the Eastern Conference for me. Like, I keep thinking about LeBron. I keep thinking about the, the West now. And, man, I, you can't half-ass your way through this year and then just show back up in the playoffs. Like, you'll get stomped into oblivion by a lot of the teams in the West. And not with the meme team. You're not, you're not going anywhere with yeah, the meme mud, team. right? Ooh, I disagree. You think JaVale I and think, Rondo are getting it done? I think this is exactly what he wants. Oh, I, I'll, I'll say this. It makes me sad. I'll say this. Listen. Didn't Lance I get thrown out last is, night? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, it was so Just, just checking. Do you think Lance he did it on his own? On or do you think LeBron wanted Lance to get thrown out last night? These players will do exactly what LeBron wants them to do on the court, off the court. You are, you are interesting. You're so wrong. There's no I'm way so that's right. right. So listen to this. Your your theory that he just gave up this year, I see it as this. He's he's killing two birds with one stone. One, he's going to L.A. and he can work on all his production stuff this year. Get that all going. He, yeah. There's no pressure on him to be that good this year. But he knows 
if I go there, I have to take one step back to take two to three steps forward. I'm going to go here. I'm going to make these young players way better. I'm going to make them believe in themselves. And then next year, we're going to get stars. And then we're going to be Kevin Durant's going to move to New York. And then the what Golden star? State Warriors. What okay. stars right. coming to let's, L.A.? Let's go. Let's, let's talk about that. Like, who's going, going to New York? No, no. Who's going to L.A. is what I'm saying. Butler's who's going to Miami. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, I don't think, wants to go play with LeBron. Who's oh, going to go? Like, who oh, is wow. it? I don't know. I think, well, you, I think Kawhi wants to go. I think the whole point of Kawhi leaving San Antonio is because Pop was the reason they win. Like, Kawhi couldn't be the guy there as long as he was under Pop. I think his uncle told him that he's just a secondary player and all the credit goes to Pop and all this. I don't think, and he's even, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but some of the rumors have been that he doesn't actually even want to go play with LeBron. That's happened with Jimmy Butler and with Kawhi so Yeah, far. so it's Kawhi, like most of the things that people are saying is the Clippers. I think Kawhi, I think Kawhi stays in Toronto. I don't know if that's a bold prediction or not, but I that's a fire take. I, think. I actually agree. Why not? What if they go and they win sixty some odd games and that's they a, because of the, the magic? I agree with Masai Ujiri. Also Masai, yeah. Masai As a Denver he's, fan, you know that he's he's a shaman. He's like he's like an African witch doctor. Like he just <laughs> like he has that in his genetics somewhere, and he just works magic and throws trinkets and things happen. So. I yeah. mean, I hope he stays because I, I don't want everyone just conglomerating in L.A. That's like my worst nightmare, just everyone going to the big markets. <laughs> Being in a small market, that would just be the yeah. a death knell for the small markets, so to speak. But I, LeBron just said, go have your fun, Celtics. I'm going to go hang out in L.A. Celtics, you deal with the Warriors. I'm done. I'm right. cashing my yeah. chips in. And I, I'm totally with you. And it's one of those things I think everybody was afraid of with Durant going to Golden State. Is like, oh, man, it's just... Like, small markets don't have a chance in this league. And what we've seen is is we've really kind of survived that turn. Uh, I do think I think everybody assumes Durant's going to leave. That'll be a huge deal for the league as well, depending on where he goes. Uh, but, yeah, it has been nice. But, like, I don't want – it makes me nervous when everybody starts collecting in L.A. or everybody starts – now, New York wouldn't matter because as long as, you know, Dolan is still around or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't ever trust that the Knicks are going to be anything magnificent. Well, just balance yeah. balance the league a little. Yeah, like, right. I'm, yeah, I'm all for a team in the East getting good again. I mean, yep. if it's Which Toronto Boston, or New York, whoever. I mean, so Boston. Would your guess be there. Boston, Golden State? Yeah, that's that's who I'm picking. I like, mean, who do you? How many games does Boston get in the finals? A couple, two, yeah, depending on two. depending on how motivated the Warriors are. I, I, mean, I really like this Boston <laughs> team. I, mean, I think if they stay healthy, which is a big if, uh, I think Boston will be. I don't know. They just have athletes, well, and they've got wings. And the Warriors have a horseshoe the size of this table lodged up through you-know-what. I'm sure Kyrie will get hurt in the finals. Uh-oh. You know, I'm sure. Seriously. They've had a major injury along the way every single – like, they don't need help, but they're going to get but that they again. Get it. Yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, Chris Paul, game six. Right. I mean, the Rockets had them dead to rights. They did. They did. I, still, I still think the Warriors would have beat them in game seven. I don't. I think they Was had game, That happened in game five? That happened in Game Six and yeah. Game Seven. Yeah, I man, mean, I would were, like to. Say, that's a what if for sure. I mean, just think back to the Spurs. Spurs had them down thirty-five in Golden State with Kawhi until Zaza comes along. I mean, they just they don't need luck, but they seem to get it every time too. But it always feels like, to be honest, though, like for that. The only reason I mentioned the, the Rockets with the Chris Paul thing is one of the I can't remember who it is, but somebody who was on Zach Lowe's podcast talked about the environment in the Golden State locker room and those losses against the Rockets. He said it was very different than it was when they were losing Oklahoma City, and you went in, and you're like, they think they're going to lose. Uh, he said after those Rockets games, it was like, yeah, it's all right. We'll eventually figure it out and play. Yeah, and Steve Kerr said this is where we want to be yeah. after like, games. It was a totally different feel. It was That's weird. the only reason I think that. It was that, really but. weird. Hmm. 
Yeah, did we know. ever find out what you know David West said was going on in the locker room? Did, did he ever say what was happening? I think they've already tried to cover that up. Just somebody, cover up. somebody said that David West just was talking and they, that it didn't mean anything. They, they didn't tell Kevin they loved him enough and he was right. sad. <laughs> right. Does anyone think Kevin is staying after this year in Golden no. State? Boy, the, Marcus Thompson came out and said he's gone. Yeah. Like, he's out. No, hold on, yeah. hold on. Marcus Thompson reported that his gut feeling is that he's gone. I felt like it was he all... He said, man, KD out. I mean, that's pretty emphatic. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, I, you don't say that unless you've say, seen he things. He didn't report yeah. it, though. I mean, I, sure. I yeah. got to see it to believe it because if they win another championship, like, I understand he may want to Who's go... Marcus Thompson? You don't know Athletic, Bay Area. Oh, he's forget. like the Warriors guy. He's been covering them for decades. What about, what about Tim K.? Timmy K, Timmy Kawakami, K. yeah, they all they all work together at the Captain athletic with everybody. our boy uh, yeah. Slater. Tim Kawakami blocked us on Twitter because I said something bad about the Warriors one time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an itchy block twi- Twitter finger. He does. He's going to have to block a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I bet he has. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Yeah. Uh, Carson, do you have a win total for the Thunder? Yeah, not 60 like last <laughs> year. Uh, I'm going to say mid 40s. I'll go. I'll go 46. Oh, that is low. That so? is really oh yeah. I mean the West is so good. I know. And I, honestly, I am very concerned. Like I feel like we're back to as exciting as it is for a new season. I feel like we're back to where we were last year when Andre Robertson got hurt. I mean we all know how great the starting lineup was, outscoring teams at a historic rate per 100 possessions. But mm-hmm. when is he coming back? And if he is uh, in December, January, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be full speed. That yeah. that really hurts them significantly. And I, that's where I get the, the win total from. I mm-hmm. think that's going to hurt them. Is Russell going to start the season? I, I assume he will. Yeah. But I got to see that too. So I just I have major concerns with that. And again, the same old concerns we've seen for years with the Thunder, the outside shooting, the defense without Andre Robertson. I don't I mean, 46 to me seems about right. I mean, what did, where did you have him at? I have him at 52. 52? I mean, mm-hmm. you can talk me into that. I just... There's a lot of concerns coming into this season. I, yeah. I'm really down on them after learning the Andre Robertson extra surgery. I just feel like the coaching staff has to be better. And yeah. they, they added three new guys. I feel like they know that they made some mistakes. Does Russell it, really listen to them, though? I don't even know if it needs to be Russell. I think that they just have to – the coaching staff not only needs to get through to everybody, but they just need to have better schemes. I thought it was. I thought they did a terrible job. And even Sam Presti was asking himself, is – Andre Robertson, the MVP of this team, and he like knows the answer is no, and he's like, well then what? Like, what is going on here then? Like, yeah. Why is this happening? This shouldn't happen. They shouldn't be this bad. No, it was startling. It was yeah. startling. I will say this though, and I know it's just preseason, but is this the deepest team they've had since when? It's a good question. I've asked myself that, and I'm afraid to ask myself that because I feel like we do this a lot in the preseason. Well, but it's, it's not a high bar because Kevin had, right. like, Nick Collison on the bench for about five years. That was literally their entire bench. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not a high bar, I understand. But it, they do seem pretty – like, I love those the minor moves that Sam Presti's made. And, of course, yeah. getting Dennis Schroeder for Carmelo's carcass was a, a good was move. Huge. I mean, an uh, incredible move, yeah. really. I mean, I think Schroeder's going to provide a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have already talked about this, but just the difference in how the team looks when, when Felton was on the floor last year versus Russell. Oh, man. It's not going to be as drastic with Schroeder. Right. It really is. He really is a, a very – he's an overqualified backup point guard. Oh, he really yeah. is Russell Westbrook light. 
and that's why it will work great for this team because you don't have to change your play style at all. Yeah. You insert him, and everyone just keeps – you can practice the same. It doesn't matter what team you're on. That's why I'm a little higher on this team is that they have the same identity for 48 minutes. Yeah. Last yeah. year it was like – I mean, they would come to a grinding halt when Russell went off the floor. And Paul George never got a rhythm with any of those guys. I think that you'll see a lot more of Russ and PG together this okay. season, and you'll see Schroeder kind of running the show whenever those guys are sitting. And I think it will flow better throughout the season. And also, a lot of times at the end of games, you're only as good as your worst defender. And when Melo has to close games, he's your guy. Like, you don't have to search for the weakest point in the defense. It's already there. Like, you can, it's there, clearly. And so I think they'll close games with good defenders. And I'm a, I'm a little bit higher on just even their ability to beat bad teams. I mean, last year they lost to Dallas. They lost to Orlando. They lost to Sacramento. They lost to tons of bad teams. And I think that's something that they're emphasizing this season, too. You guys have any inside? Is Russ going to be there on Tuesday night? He'll be there. Is he going to play Tuesday night? I don't have any inside sources. but uh, Andrew? What is your, I'm, no. predicting he pl- I'm predicting he plays. Will you Marcus Thompson report this? Yeah, come on. Man, Russ out. He ain't going <laughs> He, he ain't going there for ring night. So what do they play? Watch that. They play That's a good Warriors point. Tuesday night, and then they play back home Friday against the Sunday, right? Sunday against the Kings. Yeah. Say it right now, Andrew. Into the microphone. They play the Clippers Friday. The on Clippers the road. Friday. Yeah, two road games, and they're back at home okay. on Sunday. That's right. I, I mean, I could see hit. I don't know, man. I it'd be hard for me not to assume that he'll be there. I mean, the Thunder are very, very cautious when they bring guys back. Overly cautious in a way, but. Russell's kind of a different animal. I mean, the guy played with a broken face. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him to play on opening night. In fact, I, that's kind of what I expect. But I, it wouldn't bother me at all if he just sat. I mean, and, and what a what a first game. I mean, on the road, ring night for the Warriors. I mean, and who who's going to start in Andre Robertson's place? Have you guys talked about that? I think it's Terrence, don't you think? You think Ferguson? Mm-hmm. Diallo? I like Diallo better than Ferguson. I mean... I do, too. I, that's, I do, too. I, that's why I'm cautious about Diallo, because we're saying the same things about Diallo we said last year after preseason about Ferguson. We thought Ferguson was a dude last preseason. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I kind of think Diallo's done more to earn that spot, though, don't you? I mean, I, plus Ferguson's dealing with concussion. I think that he's, sh- he's shown more in the little time he's been with the Thunder than Ferguson did early on in his tenure. I would agree. He just does, he just does more, in my opinion. He's and super confident. He just pops on the floor at all times. Pop, pop. You, you, know, you know when he's on the court. Ferguson right. faded into the background a lot. Same with Josh Eustace. Same with even, I mean, Corey Brewer probably popped a little bit more, but not always for the best reasons. But I, I don't know. I think they got a steal in the mid-second round. I mean, Presti's, like I said, those minor moves he's made have been really, really impressive. He, he really, mm-hmm. he, he does these moves, and you just you look back like, wait, how did he do that? Right. How did he get Schroeder for Carmelo? Doesn't make sense. Also, yeah. I thought Diallo for you know second round pick. You and uh, Alex, I think, talked about the draft, the guys we drafted, De- Devin Hall and uh, uh, Kevin Hervey. He's got Herbies. Yeah. And <laughs> what's so funny is that night we talked about that, and we were saying like, oh, which one of these guys? We were talking about them as like the wings that were going to be in the yeah. discussion, and neither of them. I forgot that we drafted them. To be honest with you, yeah, Devin Hall's over in Australia, and I don't know. Uh, Kevin Hervey's playing the in the G League. Yeah, so I, wow. I, it's like these guys that we didn't even talk about really. Yeah, that are in the discussion and that probably should get real minutes. 
I mean, weird. Deontay Burton's already like a cult hero. Oh, he's my yeah, favorite. He's your guy, right? Oh, it's my guy. Were he you like impressive. fainting mid preseason game? When oh my went, goodness! When he went nuclear in the <laughs> overtime. In overtime, it was it was just amazing. Well, I just could not believe it. It was so fun. He's such an odd player. He's six he five, like two sixty, but does windmill dunks. He's but so not that athletic somehow. He's so fun. <laughs> Here's my he question. So uh, and he's like is, he is like Dion in a lot of ways. A lot of ways. He's yes. a thick daddy, isn't he, that y'all's he is. term? He is. Oh, he yeah. is one of the thickest daddies. My question though is if if Hami uh, doing having plays that make him pop off the screen or that you notice mm-hmm. him, that's like all Deontay Burton does. Oh, so yeah. why do we talk of him differently than Hami? Is it because he's short and big? No, it's because he doesn't have a contract with the Thunder. Yeah, like a real contract. He has, so, he's on the two way deal. We know. So it's not from play. It's from how fr- how the if, front office is treating him. Yeah, I think if okay. he was on this roster firmly, I think that we could talk about it more definitively. But he's going to play for the blue. Like, he's a blue yeah. player. So, Luke, we have we questions, Twitter questions that I specifically I just, picked out for Carson. Yes. TQs. So. We have some TQs. Our first is from Brent Potter, who wants to know, who is the next Nick Collison of OKC? The next? There is no other Nick Collison. I mean, he's Mr. Thunder. Uh, we got to have a new one. Well, I mean, in terms of what? In play? Uh, cult hero status? I think cult hero status is, well, is when I think of Nick Collison, I think hero. Yeah, well, I think I do think Deontay Burton has a little bit of that if he ever gets to play. But I think Andrew spelled it out. He's not going to play that much being on the two-way deal. Uh, I think Nerlens Noel could, could perhaps be that guy off the bench that, you know, provides a little spark, becomes a crowd favorite. I mean, look, he's... He played pretty well the other night defensively. Uh, yeah. He could be kind of a, you know, everyone likes the guy off the bench. I think Nerlens Noel could be that guy. I could see it being Ray Felton. The elder statesman. The elder statesman, man about town. He just needs to show up at, like, the Jones three weekends in a row, that, having a great time. That's how you That's how you qualify the Nick Collison yeah. of your city, right? Yes, Nick Collison. Yeah. He was out at the bars having a, having a good time. I guess Noel's probably gone after this year, so that was probably a bad pick. It could be Dre. Because Dre's he's he's all about town. Dre, Dre is, is a man about town. Yeah. He's he a man is. about town. He yeah. is about town. When uh, WWE came through and had a had a house show, he was ringside, like in the front row, <laughs> like saying hi to the wrestlers. They'd come so over and say hi. He to also him. does the things that are underappreciated. He's a defender. That's true. Hard nosed Jim Rat. Speaking of wrestling, <laughs> did you guys see uh, Ennis Cantor coming out at the Kentucky game as the, as the, as the Undertaker? <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, really? It was back. That's it was good. like their. It was like their March or their Midnight Madness in 2010. So oh, he was still, he was still okay. at Kentucky. Yeah, he comes out with the Undertaker hat, the oh, music. Really? Oh my god! He, re- he tweeted it out. You guys should look. It's hilarious. I will absolutely. Find I, that. I tweeted it out yesterday. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. That's great. Love Taker. All right, our next Twitter question. <laughs> love Taker. <laughs> I love. He went the full Undertaker. WWE. He fan really there. did. Oh man, <laughs> the brothers of destruction. Him and Kane. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at KiwiGreg5555. Five, 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 five. <laughs> Who wants to know, will Steven Adams ever be an all-star? What does he need to do to get there? Or is his highest chance of recognition to make an all-NBA defensive team? He needs to go to China, do a bunch of press, and just get all the Chinese votes for the all-star game. <laughs> That's the only way he's going. Because... People fall in love with this guy once they hear him talk for five seconds. I've always said if he goes on like Jimmy Fallon one night, he's going to become like a, a worldwide sensation. He's just that popular. Popularity is really the only way he's going to make it. He's never going to have the numbers. That is so true. Why doesn't he? Will the Thunder ever let him do that? 
They should. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, the Thunder probably aren't holding people back from now, doing I, that. And I also understand Jimmy Fallon probably isn't going to ask Stephen Adams. Like, Stephen Adams is popular to us, but to the rest of the country, what well, reason would he have to be He's so out? naturally funny, though. Yeah. I could totally see him crushing on, you know, Jimmy Fallon. And maybe Russell, when he does these appearances with yeah. Kimmel or Fallon, can just bring Steve with him. And that's just, I think that would, that's I think that would be it. it. That's you get Russell there, but you bring him as kind of... He's like his, his, his co-star, his... Uh, his it, yeah. His uh, bodyguard, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, that's how you do yeah. it. Adam's chance, I think, was after the 2016 playoffs to be like, hey, you're the guy that got kicked in the nuts by Draymond Green. <laughs> true. You that know? was all over like, that's, late night. That's stuff. how people that's, knew him. Yeah, that's so like, true. You just keep getting kicked in the nuts. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you just I love how you can ask him just the most inane question after games, mm-hmm. but he, he always says something funny. It, it never fails. Oh, yeah. His, wonderful. his stats have gotten better every year, though. Like his scoring is up to 13, 14. I think he finished close to 15 points per game last year. Yeah. And he had more offensive rebounds than defensive last yeah. year. Yeah. That's, that's a monster. Crazy. Like that that's kind of stuff that where if that got out a little bit more people would be a little bit more along the lines of okay, this guy is incredible and he's doing something that we've never seen. He had more than 5 offensive rebounds a game, I believe. He did. He's you know, probably That's the, nuts. Yeah. Who does that? Well, Russell Russell took a few from the defensive side, I'm sure. <laughs> but I think he's the number one guy during like playoff time when everyone's watching the Thunder, people that don't watch them during the regular season. He's the guy that sticks out to everybody. They're like, "Whoa, I did not know Steven Adams was was this good." I think he's done that, you know, the past several playoff series. So he's really I thought made a name for himself. Even if not, you know, all star, just in Russell's shadow. If he could get that Zach Lowe bump, if if the Thunder could be really good and just stick out in one stat or like be a top three offense for some reason this year, and Zach and get Zach Lowe's attention, and if he can talk about Stephen Adams, then everyone will be like, oh yeah, Stephen Adams is really good. The Thunder would have to move to the Eastern Conference for him to make the All Star team. They're just you're just not going to make it in the Western Conference. You're yeah. just not. No. Oh, the the question was All Star. Mm-hmm. Will you ever make an all-star? I was yeah. just talking about Stephen Adams being more popular, <laughs> being more well-known. No, like, will he make – I don't – I just don't think he will. Um, no. Could you imagine if he showed up game one with clean-shaven and cut hair? I was that thinking would be the if wildest he sha- thing If he, he shaved do. his head, shaved his face, and just showed up and looked like, who is this person? Like, he, he can't do that, can he? Like, he, he literally can't. It would be brand. bizarre. It would be weird. <laughs> It'd be like Harden shaving his beard. It would be. Yeah. Exactly. If yeah. he did that and got tattoos all over his head, it would work. And yes. He comes true. in looking like Might make the Malone. All-Star game. Yes. Yeah, so people are like, oh, my gosh. When is his album dropping? He's like, I'm ready. Birdman 2.0. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going Post Malone with tattoos. Yeah. Face tattoo. Always tired. Post Malone's still alive. Yeah, he just he just cut off some of his. Dress. He just really seems like one of those guys that's gonna die soon. Well, wow. what's the next wow. question? Wow! <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, Is he not? Our, Andrew doesn't know anything about Post that, Malone. That, Do you agree with me? No. Is that Carl Malone's son? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next no. Twitter Mike question. Malone's son? Yes, it okay. comes from at Crowl Logan, who wants to know how far would a team of five Russell Westbrooks go in the regular season? And what would their league ranking be? I think they'd win 10 games. Of the whole season? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because no one's going to set a screen. <laughs> no, like Once one of them gets it, are they going to pass the ball? I don't know. Just go straight in. Just go straight, just go straight for it. I don't know. You know the, the You're other, sounding like Bill Simmons right now. <laughs> the other theory could be that Russ only trusts Russ. 
So yeah. it's like That's, the most passes. They really on just move. It just league. fizzes yeah. around the <laughs> perimeter. Like, yeah, and it's like, like Hoosiers. Yeah. so supportive, so times. encouraging. Billy's so like, songs. we finally get to run the offense I've been wanting to yes. all these years. <laughs> so we finally cloned Russell. Well, Russell's the coach too, right? He's got to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'd, I'd love that. I think they're uh, number one. <laughs> All right, our next Twitter one. question Good answer. comes from Watson Paul 24 who wants to know, why have the Thunder been getting so little national attention as a contender and a challenger to the Warriors? The talking heads mention the Jazz like 10 times often as they mention the Thunder. I think it goes back to what I said earlier. I just think people got burned so hard. I mean, again, they were dominated by the Jazz, so I think people are just have last year stuck in their brain and uh i do think they're better this year as a whole i think they're deeper on the bench but it's just it's hard to fathom them challenging the warriors i mean even if you know even with the moves they've made i mean is there any real contender outside of the warriors in anybody's opinion no i mean i think the celtics are the only team you can make an argument for i think the rockets got significantly worse i I would want to say the rockets if they hadn't lost their two best defensive players which i know they're in total denial about that but i would just say boston just because they have so many and we got to see what boston looks like we haven't seen gordon hayward play with those guys yet but they're they're just so deep they're the only people that can really throw depth at golden state with any real worry for them Mm -hmm. i would and I would think there'd be more of a conversation if the Warriors didn't add Boogie. That's like, that's going to suck. Like they replaced like <laughs> JaVale McGee with Cousins. Like that's... It's kind of a trump card for it's, them. It's going to yeah. be wild. Like uh, like the hope is, I guess, is that he would mess like with their like locker room chemistry. And that he's not healthy. I mean, he's coming yeah. off an Achilles tear and he's a massive dude. That's that true. usually does not bode well, but he's younger. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he looks like. But who I mean, is who's on the Warriors bench? Remind me. Did they lose McCall yet? No, he's still there. No, he, he they haven't signed him. He's still oh, hanging still out. Still in limbo, right? Yeah. There's, Looney is still there. Kevon Looney's there. He's still got Iggy. Iguodala uh, the most coming overqualified bench player in history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jordan Bell. They do not have a deep bench whatsoever. No, they don't. Sean I mean, Livingston's still there, but Sean Livingston was not very good last year. I mean, they are kind of walking a tightrope here. They one, are. One injury, that could really change things. If I feel like that's how it's always been. Yeah. If but, it's Durant or Curry, then they'll be in trouble. I think if it's Curry, I think they could kind of survive without Durant a little bit. I think if it's Curry, it really does all fall apart. And they'll yeah. still beat people. Like they'll well, still. We saw that. We, yeah. we saw that last year. I mean, they looked. Yeah. They looked totally different without Curry. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's he's the engine. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at n underscore mill two two, who wants to know in a shooting contest who would make the most threes between Stephen Adams and Andre Robertson, and what? How many would each make out of twenty? Isn't Stephen shooting threes now? Was that a thing? At practice, right? Practice. In practice, he shoots a lot. Okay. But you're thinking of Hassan Whiteside, who's going to shoot 40 percent from three this year. <laughs> I Hassan's honestly, got a lot of plans. I mean, I can't pick Steven because I haven't yes. seen him make one. I've seen Andre make one in an actual game. But I there think, is something to a game scenario yeah. that freaks Andre out. Yeah. And Steven seems to not care much I, about anything. I think if it was in like, like a practice, like no one in the gym. Like I was talking to someone, and they were like. Any NBA player can sit there in a practice gym and just nail threes and just nail them. But in a game situation, it's completely different. 
and uh, I, in in a game situation, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, show up early to a game and watch the guys warm up yeah. before the game. So you know they, don't, they don't miss. Speaking of this, Andrew, would you mind if we played one, my first game right now? It's only six questions. It'll be quick. Let's do it. And it brings up a question that I would like to ask. Um, it's about players shooting three-pointers. What player attempted the most three-pointers without making any in their career? Is it Wayman Tisdale, Pat Cummings, or Michael Cage? Cage, baby. Oh, Cage. Bring it to me. It's Michael Cage. Uh, He's got the record in the that, NBA. That's a tough stat. That's a tough stat. <laughs> that is, that's a tough stat. I thought that was hilarious. I, I wasn't looking for Michael Cage things. That just came up. He took 25 in his career and never made one. My favorite Michael Cage stat is the one wow. where he had to, he had to get like 40 rebounds in the last game of the year to get yeah. the rebounding title, and he got it. Yep. He got like 38 and rebounds. He did it. <laughs> what a that's funny awesome. Did you hear that that uh, one of his teammates left a note in his locker that said, let's go get it before? Oh, my God. He, I sat down with him at dinner one night. He told me the whole story, and it was, was that, awesome. Was that with the Sonics? Is that in the Oklahoma City um, Thunder record books? I don't. We, I'm the, trying to the remember. Thunder bought their record book when they bought the team, so right. <laughs> that that might be a Thunder record. It could be. He was man. He's the man. He's. We can have other things to say about him on the broadcast, but he's the man. Yeah. No. He he was really? he was a dude. That's good. Okay. Next, what player has the record for most offensive rebounds in a game? In one game, is it Zaza Pachulia, Moses Malone, or Kevin Garnett? I'm going to say Garnett. Patchouli, just because. <laughs> I'm going to say it, Zaza because that's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's going to be true. Zaza. <laughs> right. you right. It's Zaza. He got 18 offensive rebounds. Possible? What? In 2015. Oh, really? I bet yeah. he got an offensive rebound and missed his own shot like four or five yeah, times, that, a couple yeah. times. Yes, just, he did that four layups. Times. Right. Yes, just six get times the rebound every time. Yeah. Uh, who won the highest scoring NBA game ever? Was it the Pistons, LA Clippers, or Dallas Mavs? Highest scoring game ever. Mavs? I'll go Mavs. Okay. I'll say Pistons. I think it was the Pistons. It was the Pistons, and guess who it was against? The Denver Nuggets. Yeah. The score, <laughs> the score. Salt meat wound. Was 186 <laughs> to 184. Wow. wow. Was it overtime those, or those regular? Alex English, David uh, it was, Thompson It was days. a couple overtimes. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was 80, uh, in 83. Yeah. Wearing those sunset uniforms that are just so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Those oh, are great. man. Those are so good. Oh, man. A couple seasons ago, Rick Carlisle was curious, was furious that someone had parked in his reserve parking spot. He almost had the car towed before realizing it was one of his players. Which player was it? What Dirk? year was this? A couple seasons ago. Okay. Uh, maybe two or three seasons it's, ago. It's got to be somebody he doesn't like. Dirk, Rajon Rondo, or Salam Mejri? I'm going to go Rondo. I mean, it's, Rondo seems too obvious. I'll go, I'll go Mejri. I'll go Dirk. Yeah, I'll go Mejri. It was Rondo. It was. Oh, I thought it was so funny, man. That's too perfect. Rondo they, they did that crap on so purpose, bad. dude. Yeah. He definitely did it on purpose. I thought that was hilarious. This player once live-streamed himself eating Vaseline. Boban oh. Mark of... No, I already know this. Oh. Stephon Marbury. Steph yeah, Marbury. you got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I saw this on, on uh, Reddit. Yeah. Was he having a breakdown or something? Oh, yeah. He, he was, like, over in China for a while, and then he, like, live-streamed himself, and in the middle of it, he's just... Eating Vaseline? Taking, he has a tub of Vaseline there. He just takes a little bit. I'm glad dip. you guys already ate your food before Ooh, that, yeah. that question. I wish I had some Vaseline to wash all <laughs> this down. Vaseline. How do you say it? Vaseline. It's an S. Yeah, there's no Z. Vaseline. You're I'm going to think of words that not you... Zaza. Are we blowing your mind right now? It's Vaseline. <laughs> it's not Vaseline. Okay. A player agreed to do a paid weekly local radio spot. His, this is the last one, so this is worth a billion points. Local radio spot... <laughs> 
His business manager could do a perfect impression of this player. So he was the one who was on every week for 50 weeks. Who was the player? So the player's manager did the radio spot for 50 weeks as this player. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, Who's this player? Wait, wait, Steve wait, Nash. Can I, Go ahead. I was going to guess before you. I'm going Ron Artest right off the bat. Okay. That sounds like him, and he was always hunting for extra cash. Okay. Uh, he's not <laughs> part of this no, selection, no, so you're okay. out. Steve Nash, Paul Pierce, or Jason Kidd? Uh, Paul Pierce. Jay Kidd. I'll go Jason Kidd. It's Jason Kidd in Phoenix. Whoa. Sounds like such a Jason Kidd thing. He's yes. <laughs> so that's it. Andrew won. Oh, you had a million and two points. Yay. That was hey. some fun trivia. Yeah, yeah that was, man. That was I good. Do that boring, was good. I don't do the stupid trivia. Yeah, take that <laughs> HQ. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> you guys suck at trivia. <laughs> Okay, Taylor, Taylor Rogowski. We talk have, about <laughs> we have talk our next about Vaseline every now and then. Vas- Vas- Vaseline. Vaseline. I'm going to think of other words that Hard are S's S. that you guys say Z's. Okay. All <laughs> right. We have another Twitter question. It comes from Ant. Zebra. D. Yeah, it's actually zebra. <laughs> yeah, have, oh, have you been to the? Bad. Have you been to the Sioux? Don't you say Z horse? <laughs> Z horse. Have you? Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from Matt D. Fane for. Who wants to know if you had to pick a starting five to fight the rest of the NBA, who would you pick? You can have current and past players. His team is Russ, Allen Iverson, Meta World Peace, KG, and Dennis Rodman. It's a pretty good one. Allen Iverson's a little guy. I mean, I know he's yeah. tough and all, but we're going all time, all five, you know. Okay, what about Boban? Like, I mean, he's like, he's got the Andre the Giant quality to Yeah, right. yeah. Right. He's, he's just a monster, but he's not. Is he a soft? Like mean, he's kind right? of a soft. Yeah. Yeah. You need a mean yeah. streak. Yeah, no. you need like. Okay. Well, Stephen ja- Stephen Jackson's in my five. <laughs> the way he leveled that fan, I, I don't. I want no part of that. Yeah, so true. You want some crazy people. You on You want the, Jacko you want, on your five. Yeah. yeah, you want Ron Artest. On David there. David West is want, a legendary tough guy. D West. Like is people tough. talk about him like in hushed tones because they don't want to make him upset. Yeah, I'd pick Zebo. He'd be on my team. Zebo, yeah. Meet yeah. me by the bus. Yeah. What about him and Perk? What about Kenyon Martin? Yeah, That's Kenyon a good Martin, one. man. I like Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert cause Arenas because he has a gun. Oh, he'll yeah. just shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> he has a gun in the locker room. Uh, didn't he also poop in a player's shoe? So he'll he hurl, he'll just hurl crap at you and then shoot you when you're distracted with poop in your he'll eyes. He'll shoot you then poop I mean, in your shoe. Don't you guys <laughs> think that Russell would be like? A top five fighter guy because he's just so crazy. Like you'd have to kill him to stop him. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know because we haven't seen him do anything that crazy. I think you know? a, I think a Baca would be good for this. I don't know his his punching form is not great. That's true. I he, think he likes to cock it way back here. He does behind his head. Oh, that's so true. true. He does like to do <laughs> we that. We have a, we have a request for Bill Lambeer. That would oh, be a good one. Too. Bill yeah, he did have a combat basketball video game. <laughs> yeah. So. Super Nintendo, man. I played right. that game. All right. Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. Oh, I played yes. that one. Well, Shaq would be a good one because he knows he can harness the power of Shaq Fu. That's right. They, he, they, he almost killed Barkley. There's a new... Fought. You know, Charles Barkley would be a good one. I don't... You think he's, Charles, he's all bark, no bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he he he's it. not Barkley, not Bitely. He was so physical. Got it. Perfect. All right. Next Twitter question is from at Ben Elephant King, <laughs> who wants to know a team of five Diallos plays a team of five Burtons. Who wins? What is up with this? Why do you guys like five of one player? I don't questions? know. Why don't you? I hate them, man. It's just so unrealistic, you know? 
Yeah, we only talk about realistic things, like when players fight each other, all of them, <laughs> from any point in history. Well, Marvel superhero would be the best basketball player. Right. Uh, I, give him, I give it to uh, Deontay Burton because he's more versatile. Yeah. He can handle. He's got good court vision. This, and he's thicker. Thickness counts. Right? Thickness, and he's, thickness and he's older. And we're talking about a guy that, that has already has an MVP under his belt. And obviously right? he's a better shooter. And he's Is going, he? Hey, who's made more threes? Hey, if it goes to overtime, I don't know, no actually. Crunch time I think, Beard, I think Burton has. Unless they're just tied at three. It's close. I think they're both equally <laughs> it's close. Okay. good. Taylor, I have a question. Yeah. Specifically for you. If you had a team of five Taylors, what would that team Ooh. be the best at? Pottery? Gosh, yeah. Probably like <laughs> non-basketball related things. It could be anything. It could uh, be anything. It could be anything. Oh, God. I don't know. Pinching butts. Pinching butts. <laughs> <laughs> Pinching butts and, and licking Just think about... Ears. Stop. Stop now. Just think about how productive you could be with Craig Proffer with five of you. <laughs> oh, my God. It would be the only way it'd be more productive because I, I will never trust anyone else to do anything. That's what I'm saying. No one else has gone over to see the turtle. Oh. Was that his name? Turtle? I like turtles. <laughs> What's Tur- his, is turtle. That, who was it that you went to see over... Oh yeah, that's true. Tortoise. Tortoise. Yeah, yeah. he's a little. Ra- he's a little. Uh, we can't talk about him. <laughs> okay, same question. Five Andrews. What are they the best at? What are they the best at? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> Just oh. double bouncing. Yeah, wow. double bouncing my kids. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Luke. Uh. We, I could put together. Ooh, ooh! I put together a great swim relay. Yeah, that's true. I'd have one. One of me as the coach. The rest, all doing uh, freestyle relays. We'd kill. I'd, I'd, be, I'd have Olympic gold. When was the last time you were in a pool in that I'm capacity? Saying, but I'm saying, I'm just, when I was at my best. I'm just asking you a question. I was in a. <laughs> I, I have swam. I swam in August. I okay. did some laps. Okay. Okay. That's Carson, good. what would you be best at? Uh. Picking the proper GIF. I'm really good at oh, picking yeah. GIFs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be I'm, good. A, I'm a GIF connoisseur. So the five of you would be like a GIF, like a council? It would be GIF a council. fire. <laughs> it would be the GIF council, yes. Like what? This is my situation. What do I need? And we're like, the council has spoken. <laughs> you need Kermit the Frog going wild in front of a curtain. <laughs> you need evil Kermit the Frog in a, in a black hood. <laughs> Kermit on the, the typewriter. Guy. Yes. <laughs> you need Luigi going past after he's just hurt someone in Mario Kart. <laughs> be great. The council has spoken. The council has spoken. That's there pretty can, good. There can be no other. This gift is flames. Derek, what would you? What would five Derek's be good at? Oh man, I could finally get all the things done that my wife wants done. Oh, It'd be awesome. Man. Chores, man. chores. Yeah, all the honeydews. Yeah. You're right. You know what? Yo, you'd be a great pickup basketball team by yourself. It, that's true too. That's true. Are you pretty good at b-ball. I, I am pretty good. He he's good. He, if I had he five, will dunk on you. How come <laughs> we play pickup and you never invited me? We played at Derek worked at, worked with me at Whitefields. I don't care. That wasn't my question. How does yeah, that answer yeah, my question? Why didn't That's you invite Taylor? <laughs> well, I'll you tell can, you what I'd be really good at if I had, if I had a now. team putting on a fitted sheet on a bed. 
<laughs> well, yeah, be, I mean, you better be able to snap. in five people. I'm, I'm terrible at coach. that. I, I put it on horizontally on accident at first. And I have to yeah, learn. you put it on the wrong. Yeah, yeah wrong it's way. tough. What's, what's up with this sheet? We never learn, you know? There's no, like, demarcation on it. You have to just guess. Every I guess time. wrong every time. Every game. time. Yeah. God. Just put a little tag <laughs> on there saying this side at the top. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you got to, you know. You gotta make the mistake to get it right. I do it all the time, <laughs> same way. And even if but I had five, it, even if I had five of me, I couldn't fold a fitted sheet though. They're impossible. That's sad. Uh, can you? Not. Well, I could with five of me. There's no way you could. <laughs> and there's, there's no, no way. And there's no way you can prove me wrong. Hey it's Carson, true. I got a question for you. Yeah. What's your take on Chandler Parsons? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he has the flattest jump shot you'll okay. ever see. It's like a line drive. I and watched him warm up one year when he was with the Rockets, and yeah. I couldn't believe how he has no arc on his shot. That's my Chandler Parsons take. We talked about – we had like 20 minutes of Chandler Parsons with Brett Dawson for some reason. We what, did. Is, what is he doing now? Is he, is well, he still he, playing basketball? He apologized to Memphis and then said he's going to be a lot better this year. So he's going to play this year. Oh, he's going to play basketball. He oh. Said, he, he wrote a letter to Memphis apologizing for being hurt and being terrible. He's, uh, he's got a Jay Cutler-esque quality to him. I can see him being on, like, an E! show with, like, yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Instead seconds. of playing basketball. That's so true. <laughs> he probably doesn't smoke as many sticks, though. Probably, he's not smoking Jay Cutler. No. Oh, God. Uh, very Cavalier. Am I breaking which the... Jay Cutler was on. Oh, thank you. Good. It was a good show. I've heard it was good. I didn't watch I it. I really liked it. This Jay is Cutler the, is This is weird. the first I've heard of it. Really? Yeah. It has... He's... Because he's married to Kristen Cavalier. Oh, yeah. Laguna like Beach from Laguna Beach fan? I don't know who Christian Cavalier is. Uh, <laughs> un- Uncommon James. She was on an MTV show. Now she <laughs> now she has an e-show. You Christian could, Cavalier is what he called her. You, you, could, you, you could be speaking un- Chinese right now. And Uncommon be, James is her clothing brand, her clothing isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's her company. That was a deep and it's deep her. Yeah, that really I mean, was. I watched the show. It was great. And Jay Cutler on it. It's just like raising like goats and has like a fish tank he's really passionate about <laughs> it was great i love jay this Cutler. is the difference between yeah. a married guy with kids and a single man yes. knowing the difference between it's christian true. cavalier and Kristen cavalier on sunday nights it's you know i'm 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 laying in bed i'm not wanting to go to sleep I'm, turn on e oh, i'm not hating i'm you not hating. luke and i are great friends but our lives could not be more different yes <laughs> that's what i mean it's true <laughs> a lot of wwe in my life and a lot of children in your life yeah. A lot of Jake the Pirate. <laughs> WWE? The pirate. Children. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty similar. I think so. Well, yeah, your kids fight. Uh, my WWE That's superstars true. fight. Last night we had quite the battle, a Royal Rumble on the trampoline. It's pretty good. Wow. Oh. Who won? Did you destroy them? Every time. Oh, your baby would be so easy to beat right now. So yeah, little. two months old. I feel like when you get a trampoline, you're just inviting injuries. You yeah. Know, like, yeah, yeah. My kids are gonna have a broken arm or a leg. You it's know what? Fine. You know what? Yeah. The game is the funnest on a trampoline. Crack the egg. Crack the oh, egg. Yeah. Oh, super yeah, fun. So crack bad. the egg, and I'm great at it. Any of you guys, I could crack your egg. I'd play right now. Are you good at stealing the bounce from someone? Yeah. We we split crack the egg all the time in your backyard. I know. Crack the egg's fun. It is fun. I stealing the bounce. Like you jump right next to someone when they're trying to jump, and you get the yeah yeah you get the lift, balls. and they don't. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. Yeah. They, they get stuck in. Stuck on the ground. Oh man! First time that I ever spent you don't the know night about at your house. The bounce? I guess I'm not that you good at cracking the egg. Oh. No, no, it was on your trampoline. You had a tent on your trampoline. And you were like, you guys want to spend the night out on the tent <laughs> of my trampoline? All right, yeah, of course cool, we man. do. And I don't think I don't <laughs> think that was also the other thing. The bad thing that you don't realize 
if you're sleeping on a trampoline, you wake up in the morning and everyone has <laughs> slid to the middle, and That's you are so as close as pot you can possibly be to the ne- like two, three yeah. other people. It's the first time I went over to your house. Hey, and we and guess what? It set up a lifetime of friendship. And here we are. Boom. If you want to meet a new friend, boom. Overnight, sleep on a trampoline. trampoline. <laughs> Put the tent on the trampoline. This fun. This great. <laughs> You think Chandler Parsons uses a trampoline to like get closer to girls? It's why he's, it's why he he's needs, constantly hurt. I don't think he needs a trampoline. No. Chandler Parsons was is I don't know if he still is, but he was dating the girl that was on some reality TV show. Um, it's the one that comes on after SmackDown, but I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's about the guy and his family. I mean, he he's dating the oldest daughter from it. Anyway, she said and was on a radio thing. It's like. Yes, he is my boyfriend, but I'm not his girlfriend. He dates other people. Oh. And, like, she was fine. Like, I'm his, like, he's coming home to me or, like, what calling me. Heck? Isn't that wild? That's wild. Wild. What? The other franchise guys are here, too. Oh, I didn't see them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. That's yeah. good timing because I probably yes. got to run soon. Carson, okay. thank you for hey. your Chandler yeah. Parsons no opinion. This was great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining Hour us. Hour three. It was fun. Uh, best of luck to you guys. It's Thank been, you. It's been really cool to see how far the podcast has come Thank since you. that first appearance. What, what episode was that? 12. Carson's been with us yeah. through every step of the way through this. Yeah. And I, I know you're appreciative of that, but I just want to remind you, I'm not up at that time unless I'm getting on an airplane. That right. Was like, yeah. No. That was the earliest time ever up. Yeah. It was I amazing. You, I don't know how you guys do that all the time. <laughs> I guess kids will do that to you. Kids will do it. Yes. I'm, I'm just awake. Yeah. Well, congr- congrats on all your success. This is a pretty cool Thank deal, you. and uh, best of luck this year. I'll see you guys around. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we'll be around. See Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, this is the question. How many minutes a game does Paul George play power oh, forward? Real question. In your opinion. Heads up. How many minutes per game Paul George playing power forward? That's a that's a weirdly kind of difficult question to power ask. Power forward? Yeah. Because it's hard to, I mean, it. There will be lineups where he will be technically the four, but he'll alternate between the two and the three while also playing the four. So, <laughs> mm, I mean, if, if I was going to put an average on it, I would say, because I don't think he'll do it every game, so I would no. say it's like four minutes a game. You want to see him being up Dray- Draymond Green? Yeah. I'd say I'd take yeah. that. Yeah, I'd take, I mean, yeah, that's, take ba- that that's essentially the question. Is like, is he going to D up as the four? I mean, I think yeah. Draymond, yeah, because Draymond's kind of low-key trash offensively. So, like, yeah. um uh, I don't think he's the best, but like, would you? Would do you want to see him DN up Lamarcus Aldridge? Mm, that could be a little bit tough. That'll be yeah. Well, think about the other players that are going to play minutes. You have Jeremy Grant, you have Noel, you have Patrick Patterson, and you have you have bigs that are going to play. So it's like, why would you ever play Paul George at the four, except in a very specific? It'll be very specific games, yeah. very specific matchups when the other team goes super small. I think the Warriors is one of them. What, the, what does mm-hmm. the lineup look like around him when you go small with him? You definitely go in double point guards, and then you, whatever wings you trust. I think we're talking Felton and Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> Felton, Felton, Schroeder. No, <laughs> I think Russ Schroeder. <laughs> I think that I think Dre has to be back for him to be. Considered that's what I was. Gonna, that's kind of what I was getting at. Can you do it without Andre Robinson? Or if, I mean, it's six hours in. Why not Hamadou Diallo? Why not, guys? Boom. Throw him in there. Hashtag why not. Hey, see what happens. Boom. You know? See what happens. What happens. We'll probably see what happens on Tuesday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, he could see minutes at the four. Yeah, you're going to see Hamadou hey. Diallo on Tuesday night and say, like, yeah, I don't think Hamadou Diallo should play at all. Yeah. <laughs> he could see minutes. He could, uh, no, I'm trying to say something dirty. Uh-huh. It didn't work. 
semen it. He could semen it. Uh, okay. He could semen it. We're well. at the point. Andrew doesn't even care about that now. Guys, I like, love it. You guys should have made this podcast 69 hours long. God, Boom. man. We should have had Royce on in like the Neat. first three hours is what <laughs> yeah, you're getting the you're, leftovers okay, of have, the leftovers. I have a question. Yeah. It's for Royce. What is the catch-up scale? What is it? Yeah, explain it to me for those that don't know. Well, it's this really um, intricate, detailed thing where you <laughs> basically science. rank uh, on a scale of fresh fruit to chicken nuggets. Fresh fruit being... Did we ever decide is fresh fruit a zero or a so one? So fresh fruit is bad with ketchup. I think it's a zero. Like okay. You would never... Would never, never like you can't never get any better than that. I would right. never dip apple slices in ketchup. Okay. So that's a zero. Okay, okay, okay. To chicken nuggets, which I mean... Which are chicken yeah. chicken nuggets? I guess is really not the best example because, like, I dip chicken nuggets in barbecue sauce or honey mustard too. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah. but it's like a given that it's getting it's, it's get like ketchup yeah. go. Okay, okay, okay. So that's this. Good. I ask this because our next Twitter question from gr eight ball eight three great balls wants you to rate <laughs> Fred Katz on the ketchup scale as a journalist and then as a human being. Ooh, <laughs> as a journalist, ooh, that's. Good. I mean, I'd give him you know. Give him like a solid. Uh, man, I'm running out of ketchup. French items. fry. I don't, my my palate is not this diverse. It's like I eat like twelve things. I'm I a, think that's what makes it better. I'm you basically always come a back taco. around. To, yeah, you I come, know. It's like I basically I come back around. I'm like mac and cheese again. Yeah, <laughs> tacos. Uh, uh, yeah. What did I? Uh, Mexican bar. I can give you. A, yeah, I can give you a just. How about I start getting specific with things? So I ate at Inner Urban the other night. And got the sour cream chicken enchiladas. Okay. okay. Ketchup on top. That's a guaranteed ketchup. So. <laughs> That is a weird ketchup. <laughs> that's so gross. So that's that, sour That's like a nine. Cream. I'd give Fred like a nine. Nine as a journalist. As a okay. human being. As a human being. Oh, God. Fresh fruit. No, I wouldn't give him fresh fruit. Just Fred's, a, Fred's an okay guy. Um, but it's like, you know, it's like it, what I would put it in is like, you know, you need Fred in moderation. So, like, mm. it's it's something that you might just put, like, a little dab of ketchup on. Yeah, dab will do, And, yeah. like, it makes it a little bit better. But you're like, eh, I've had enough ketchup on that. Okay. So that'd be yeah. like uh, so like most of the things that you <laughs> yeah. eat with ketchup, but for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that pizza? is. Pizza? You put ketchup on pizza? I don't put ketchup on pizza, but you dip, but you pizza, dip in the pizza in the ketchup. No, I'm, so a, you're... I'm with Brady, and I talked about this the other night. Dipping pizza in sriracha is pretty good. It is oh, good, that is, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'll, it's good. I'll, put, I'll just put sriracha just all over the pizza and just. I wouldn't do that. I'm a big. Ra- I, I prefer ranch with pizza more than I prefer yeah. sriracha. Okay. If you, go, if you go to Whataburger, do you get the regular ketchup? Spicy. Oh, spicy. Spicy is, well, we just had this discussion the other day. Super Duper Burger in downtown San Francisco has the best ketchup in America. Mm. But number two is Whataburger Spicy Ketchup. Spicy Ketchup is awesome. It's good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next. Great question. Twitter question. <laughs> our next Twitter question comes from at the Frozen Oki, who wants to know, is Royce Young's belief that KD might return to OKC based on anything other than Optimistic homerism. What? That's an salty question. That's a low blow question. I don't base anything on anything other than facts, information, hashtag facts facts. and information. If I throw out just a pure speculative uh, opinion that is just a guess, I will say it's a guess. Okay, is it a guess? That's not a guess. Okay. Why? Here's here's a fact. Texas, whoa, whoa, whoa. Texas was held to six points in the first quarter against Baylor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What'd you just say? Huh? I know. I've been through this with Royce earlier this summer where I was like, Royce, you cannot just say that and yeah. then us move so on. What, so what kind of things are you basing <laughs> off of? He just, he just said, huh, and <laughs> drinking his drink and, like, kind of not really looking at anyone. What, <laughs> what is going on? I heard you slipped that in there. What did I slip in there? 
you can't wink on a podcast, Royce. Yeah. It just so, doesn't work so what is this based off of? You said you wouldn't say just it if it was a guess, and then you said, so I didn't say it was a Here's guess. Here's the question. Were you in the bathroom pooping, and you lifted up your <laughs> legs so they couldn't see under, so they thought no one was in there? And Do you know that people, story about me? No, but I... But <laughs> Have I said that story before? <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking. And then Kevin was like, Cause that's man, me. I would have got to Golden State, but then I'm going to come back. I used to have a... I, I still do. I hate pooping in public. So, like... Oh, uh, uh, it's the worst Back thing. when I was younger, I would always lift my legs up. Really? <laughs> yeah, because somebody would come in, I'd be like, oh, no! Oh, no, lift my legs up. I'm embarrassed to be in here. For me, it's the sound, you know, like... Yeah, I'm always worried about that. The, I have the story, the story told. So my freshman year, I went to Southwestern, uh-huh. and there was like a uh, a doorway, and through like uh, you could see out right into the hallway, and I could hear somebody out in the hallway, and I had You're like well, I was embarrassed to be in there, and I looked underneath the stall. Oh yeah, and there was someone laying in the hallway, looking <laughs> into the bathroom. And we made eye contact <laughs> as I looked under the stall with my pants around my ankles. It was super embarrassing. Oh, what was no. the question? Okay. Is, you know what the question It's about Kevin Durant. Come on, you, you know what the question okay, is. Okay, I know you can't say why you're saying what you're saying, but you can you at least give us a Marcus Thornton what your gut tells you? I, I don't. Not Marcus Thornton, Marcus Thompson. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Marcus wow. Thornton, formerly of the Sacramento Kings, <laughs> thinks Kevin Durant. Uh, I just think that Kevin, I, I believe th- uh, that Kevin Durant will leave the Warriors, which is, he yeah, is clearly that, considering that, leaving the Warriors. This yeah, is not oh, yeah, news. Yeah. I mean, everybody's right. aggregating what Marcus has said. If, if he was not considering leaving the Warriors, he would have signed more than a one-year deal. Yeah. I mean, he's leaving himself the option to be able to leave the Warriors. And when he makes that decision to leave, he will have a list of teams that he will consider. And one of those, I believe, will be the Thunder. Yeah, and I said it this morning on the radio. I, the whole Kevin Durant thing, it, it kind of reminds me of last the last year and a half of LeBron James, it was pretty much a well-known fact LeBron was leaving. It was, I mean, nothing was set in stone, of course, but everybody, everybody anybody you asked, yeah, he's leaving. It's kind of getting to that point with Kevin Durant and the Warriors. So it's like, yeah, I mean, any team is, any team is pretty much available for Kevin Durant because Kevin can wake up tomorrow and have a completely right. different thought that he had yesterday. I mean, that's just, and that's with no inside information there. It's just kind of what the track record with Kevin Durant is. And the truth is, is that, and Marcus wrote this, everybody, like, you can't predict it because Kevin doesn't know right now. He's yeah. not, he's he's thought about his options. He's probably sat there and thought about, well, what would it look like with this team or that team? Because that's just human nature. But he hasn't sat down to, like, make a true decision. So if you're just, you just be, get, at this point, you would just be guessing on teams. You'd be saying, oh, I think it might be the Knicks, or I think it might be the Nets, or the Clippers, or whoever it might be. How do you think, like, say that he does come back, do you think that we... Like Oklahoma City accepts him back. Of course, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, he's the if, second if best you, player in the if, world. By the time he would come best. back, he would be the best player in the world. I, yeah. I think, and he would make you better. Of course, you'd forgive him because him coming back would also be like kind of an acknowledgement of the ugly departure. Yeah, and I think that there would be you know some fences would have to be mended both within the organization and with players mm. on the roster currently. And so it would be like a reconciliation. So of course people would do it'd that. be like Denzel Washington. That would be my yeah. biggest. That would be my, my yeah. biggest question. Denzel Washington. I mean, I mean Russell for like the public face when Kevin Durant was here, he had no problem being the Robin, and he had said publicly that Kevin Durant is the best player in the world, and I want him to be the best player in the world because that's how we win. Now that Russell has been the guy on the on the Thunder in the face of the franchise for the last two seasons, if Kevin Durant in some hypothetical world if he comes back, like how does Russell now accept that? That's to me, that's the big question. There would have to be, yeah, they, they would have to get on the same page, and there would probably be some understanding between them there. 
because Kevin would be coming back to a franchise that is no longer his. And yeah. To your point, Brady. Yep. So like, Kevin would be coming back to Russell Westbrook's franchise. Yeah. And that and that's kind of what I'm getting at is that there would have to be an, an there would be an acknowledgement of I, I don't want to say remorse because I don't I don't think Durant regrets leaving, uh, but there would be kind of an acknowledgement of something else. I think Oklahoma City would forgive, but they wouldn't forget. I mean, would this would this just make Kevin Durant <laughs> the you. best hired gun Good in job. NBA history? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would be kind of a mercenary. Yeah, yeah. It, which is sad because, like, I appreciate I appreciate greatness, which is why anytime someone like tries to trash Russell Westbrook, like, yeah, are there other players that are better than him and are more conducive to winning? Sure, but to trash him for that reason is silly, right? Because this is greatness that we're witnessing, and it's kind of the same thing with Kevin Durant. Like, yeah, it's a little silly what he's been what he's done and like kind of with his legacy, but. He's still one of the greatest players on earth. Yeah, I, and look, it might not, it might not be next year. I think it, Durant may go somewhere else and then come back to Oklahoma City later. You know, it might be when he's like 34, 35 years old. He might kind of. I think at some point, Durant will strongly consider coming back, and I think he's already thought about it at this point. But um, I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't guess at this point where that would be. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's. So, uh, I don't think there's any way to know. My opinion now, given all of the hints that Royce has been throwing my way, very obviously, <laughs> is <laughs> that he's <laughs> he's running distraction, telling everyone he's going to go to New York, only to return to Oklahoma City Setting and the run. Stage. Yes, he is. Taylor, thank you for telling me that, Royce. Every time you motion with your hand, you just block the camera. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Freaking. Break this camera. Okay, you guys okay. want to play a game? I think the most. Yeah. Diffi- I think the most difficult thing. Don't is... don't reveal your passcode on there right now. Right. <laughs> zero, zero, zero. <laughs> We've already talked about, talked about that today. <laughs> Just zero, yeah. zero, zero, zero. All the zero. funny jokes have been taken already. How does it? Like, how does it happen? How does he get back here? And how do they not give up like everything to get him? Yeah, I think and that's, and that's the why most it might not thing. be next year where yeah. that did happen. Is because it might be a little bit. But look, it's one of those things that if Kevin Durant says, "All right, I'm, I'm coming back." Then it's like okay, you know, you figure out your way to do that. You yeah. know, you start yeah. dump, you start dumping and unloading everything you can do. I love when I start dumping yeah. and unloading, <laughs> pulling, unloading, pulling your feet up and looking under. I'm the just stars. not in public, everybody. <laughs> Russ, Paul, George, Kevin Durant, uh, Stephen Adams. That's a lot of championships. I, Thank you, Royce. I, I won't even let myself think about you it. Probably yeah. have to. You probably have to take away. What is going on in the back there? What am I seeing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dirty grandpa. Dirty grandpa. Oh I'll tell you God. this. This grandpa. Oh, he's on the league. That guy's funny. He's dirty, this grandpa. Wow. Oh, man. Just catching a glimpse oh, of Oh, so it. you've seen yeah. this movie then? No. Oh, you've seen Dirty Grandpa? Oh, this, yeah. It's about this grandpa who's dirty. Oh, yeah. This, this, is like, this is like so the dude dirty. that didn't do the book report. They didn't read the, the book for the book report in yeah. class. He's like, oh, yeah. So uh, it, was, uh, it was the best times or the worst times. You know, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Things t- happened. Guys, the times, they were good, but they're also the worst. <laughs> you guys want to play a game? Yes. Okay. This is a sound clip game. I'm going to play you sound clips of funny NBA interview moments or whatever over okay. the years. You have to tell me who said it. Okay? That's good. Just look, watch Zach Efron. You ready? Yeah, he's beautiful. <laughs> Are you ready for some football, baby? Is this oh, on YouTube? He's, na- he's, he's naked in the he movie. He's right naked now. on YouTube. I'm so distracted. <laughs> oh, my god. Yeah, gosh. let's finish this moment, actually. <laughs> nice. I, I wish they didn't blur out that beautiful behind. Yeah. All right, please. Game time. God, what a rump. All yeah. right, you ready? Here it goes. First time. You guys had a mentality approaching these three games. I think we did good. I think we did real good. Good shit. So who was that? I'll play it again. (laughs) Is this all NBA? Here we go. Mentality approaching these three games. I think we did good. I think we did real good. Good shit. 
Is that a, is this is this NBA or like this that is within like, the last uh, five years? I think that's the WWE. That sounds like football. It's within the last five. Wait, one years. more time. One more time. Here it is. Approaching these three games. I think we did good. I think we did real that's good. A, that's Miami. He's from the Miami Heat because that's the Miami Heat sideline guy. I'm almost positive. There you go. <laughs> Whoa, that is good. Okay. Yes, it's, you're it's correct. Uh, Jason. Uh, All we need is Johnson. the good job, good effort. So who is who is the player? Oh, James though. Johnson. Um, I think we did good. I think we did real good. I'm going to guess. Tyler Johnson. I don't know who that would be. I'm going to guess. Um, I'm going to guess James Johnson. No. Haslam? No. This is this, this is terrible because I'm I'll a Miami. I'll give you it's, a, a, it's, it's a Miami Heat, like, yeah. big three era. I'm a Miami Heat fan. This oh, is terrible. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say it's Mario Chalmers. No. <laughs> Norris Cole. No. <laughs> hmm. Rhymes with Smish Smosh. That was Chris, Chris Bosch? That, that didn't Chris sound like that. Really? Chris Bosch. That was wow. Chris Bosch, yes. Okay, next. I would never have gotten that. Do what he wants ask us, ask of us. Uh, well, that's LeBron. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't go to college, sorry. <laughs> that was LeBron. That's LeBron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. Who didn't go to college, yes. Okay, hold. I'm uh, preparing. Can we hear this that one, one again? Uh, nope, because I already moved on, okay. and these are not set up like MP3s. Okay, you ready for this one? You sure? Here, here, go ahead. I ain't never ever seen you act like this before. You getting bucket buckets? How you feel? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> Let me play it again. Turn it down That's, just a little bit. That is like my favorite thing in the whole world. Okay, you, you ready? Bucket buckets. Hmm. Here, here, go ahead. I ain't never ever seen you act like this before. You getting bucket buckets? How you feel? Hey, I need you to turn down the court and build me a new court. Yeah, cause Bradley Bill getting buckets. I ain't never ever. There was a hint. John Wall. Yep, it's John Wall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me play it again. It's so funny. Hey, go ahead. I ain't never ever seen you act like this before. You getting bucket buckets? How you feel? <laughs> Who is saying that? Uh, that was John Wall. That was John Wall saying, saying that. Yes, that's awesome. I didn't know that one. That's good. Okay, you read. Okay, this one is. Thank you, Jerry, for opening this door. Okay. How much success from the three-point line? Well, all series long, we've been able to penetrate their bigs, get deep, suck the D in, and then we got spot-up shooters. <laughs> you got three of the most prolific three-point shooters in the history. I just, I just looked up and saw Royce laugh. <laughs> Do it again. It was, hey, just, you ready? it was progressively getting worse. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Here we go. So much success from the three-point line. Well, all series long, we've been able to penetrate their bigs, get deep, suck the D in. And then... <laughs> is, that my, is that Michael Cage? <laughs> no. Suck the uh, D in. <laughs> That's perfect for Alex. Three-point line. Well, all series long, we've been able to penetrate their bigs, get deep, suck the D in. And... <laughs> Okay, he was on the maps. He's not currently on the maps. He's not currently in the NBA. Jason Terry? Yep, you're right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Jason Terry's out of the league? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Is he? Finally. He's, he's, I thought he's still there. in Milwaukee. He, may he still might be. still be in Milwaukee. But nobody you know. cares. I can't believe <laughs> that was perfect. Okay. Well, What's this? I don't know what the score is. Whatever. Every game takes on its own personality. But uh, I think what we can do is continue, continue to look and see what we did in game one. That's why we won that game. And we gotta, we gotta find it again. What is that? Is this someone there with his child? What's the context of that? That's what, not Riley has Curry. Been context is old type. It takes on its own personality. But uh, I think what we can do is continue, continue to look and see what we did in game one. That's why we won that game. And we got. Is that CJ McCollum? It sounds like no. the kitchen scene from Jurassic Park. Whose kid is that? <laughs> Somebody. 
somebody brought their kid to the podium situation yep. here. Is that Chris Paul? Yep, it's Chris okay. Paul's kid. <laughs> Just screaming, Mama. Mama! <laughs> see, okay. See, that's why I'm Team Windhorst on this that's whole thing. Good. Get your kids off the podium. Yeah, Windhorst, you nerd. Okay, you, ready? Do you transcribe that? Mama! Part of the quote. Okay, look. I've never in my life tried to really go at you in your suits and stuff. Tonight, I am stressing to you. Well, that's Kevin you Garnett. take this outfit home. Are you burning? Kevin Garnett. Oh, that's yeah. Craig Sager. No, you don't yeah. come back with yeah. outfits. Oh, yeah. I've never seen you in an outfit twice, but Kevin you take Garnett this right. Craig Sager it's really long, but whatever. You got it. Yeah. Congratulations. There's only one more. Here it is. Well, all series long, we've been able to penetrate their bigs, <laughs> get deep, suck the D in. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Congratulations, that is, we all won. That is, we, yeah, we all won that. <laughs> you know, for a, for a long time, uh, Stephen Adams would often like kind of accidentally say something that he kind of thought was somewhat sexual or something, yeah. you know. And so he would always kind of like glance over, or laugh at it, or he used to have somebody to ask a question because he was such an immature little child. Yes. And so Fred and I talked a lot for a while about how the Thunderhead kind of talked to Stephen about stop doing that, stop being so immature about stuff like that. And so Fred and I were uh, trying to conspire to set Stephen up as much as we possibly could <laughs> yeah. with just ridiculous things that we knew that he couldn't help himself. Yes. But, but, it's uh, like Jim with Michael yeah, Scott just, trying to yeah, basically yeah. lob him some softballs. Yeah, with the, that, that's what she said. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it's like, Stephen, you know, you got your hand on the ball there <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Is it important to get your hand on balls? When they're, just, when they're able to the penetrate. <laughs> Do you ever suck the D in? <laughs> <laughs> suck the D in. Penetrate the bigs, get deep, suck the D in. You guys are really sucking the D in. Out no, there. man, I can never say that I've done that. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was a good phenomenal. Good that was segment. great. Taylor, my hat's off to you. I'll tell you what, that took way too long to get ready. I'm sure. That took a long time. It was worth, I watched a lot of clips. It was worth every second. That I watched took. a lot of Allen Iverson's practice speech. Yeah, we would have gotten that. put that in funny interview moments. Yeah. <laughs> practice, we talking about? Whatever. Move on. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Sam Presti, okay, who wants to know the odds that this roster is the same at the end of the season outside of filling the last roster spot. I mean, is it okay that your GM is asking all these questions on this podcast? Yeah, he's, he, needs, he needs some insight. Yeah. He needs some knowledge. I would say the odds. I mean, I don't know. What, I, don't know I don't know how to do odds, but um, I would give it a percent chance of the, the percent chance that it's the exact same at the end of the season that it is today is like a five percent chance. The roster's going to change. Yeah. It always does. They're going to sign somebody in the buyout market. Uh, they're going to cut somebody else. They're going to. I would assume that something's going to give at some point. Yeah, he almost always makes a trade. So even if it's minor, even if it's, yeah. Yeah. you know, I wouldn't necessarily say like, oh, it's going to be Alex Sabrinas for this. It might just be, you know, you move uh, Abdul Nader for something. You yeah. Know, I mean, it's going to come down to Timote or Abdul. If, if one of these wings make like make some of their minutes, then yeah, probably nothing will happen. You'll just get a guy on the buyout market. But if none of them do anything like consistently and Billy Dolvin keeps like kind of interchanging them in, mm-hmm. the, in the rotation, then yeah, that's kind of, you just got to, kind of get a trade like turn one like an Alex Sabrinas for like maybe two like minimal players so yeah. Joe Kim Noah N- not oh. Thibodeau <laughs> all right I mean you have Billy Donovan and it is a little bit scary that you do in that scenario I don't think I mean I don't think it'll happen but the funny thing is is like if Billy Donovan was not connected to the Thunder yeah like if that if he was not the coach like it wouldn't even be a There'd question be no I mean you're not right. going to sign Joe Kim Noah right you think about it 
Yeah. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Curran Merrigan, who wants, who says, let's say you're starting a new franchise and you're able to pick any two current NBA players to build the core of your team around for the next five years. Who would you choose? For the next five years, I would pick Kevin Durant, and I would pick. I'd probably pick Giannis. I Giannis, guess. yeah, him or Anthony Davis. Yeah, I was gonna say probably KD and Anthony Davis. That would be so awesome. You're four and five or KD. Maybe and a post berated Carl Anthony Towns by Jimmy Butler. Maybe, maybe him. Maybe this puts him mm. over the top. <laughs> I'm not a big believer in Carl Anthony Towns in terms of like really? that that elite level of a. Uh, of a talent, yeah, because Anthony Anthony Davis was that level. Like we knew we knew about him, maybe even in, in his rookie year. Yeah, Carl, on the other hand, is like well, and like the thing is with Giannis. To me, Giannis is still in the in the potential category. I don't think he's there yet. Some people have placed mm-hmm. him in like what, the superstardom level. Was it ESPN or Sports Illustrated that said that he was better than Russ? Because that that was both, a little. I think both. Yeah, I, that was a little. ESPN like, had him better than Durant. Yeah, that's yeah. a little like. Y'all need to com- like they need to comment. And like, <laughs> there, there's the there is this like desire to kind of get out in front of the next star, and and so it's almost like you know hipster NBA where it's like I know that Giannis is better, and I don't think he's quite there yet. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, he's he's very very good, but I don't think he's quite in that level yet. And it might be this year if he starts making threes. But, mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you mm. consider LeBron even for the next five years? No. Yes. Not I would. Five. Because at, at the end of it, he'll be 38. Guys, Vince Carter's still got, playing at 41. LeBron's going to play I know, for a but while. he's an intern with NBA TV. It doesn't matter. He's still dunking. He, li- he limped like, right. If he, Vince- he, he limped down the tunnel right next to us uh, after the Atlanta game. and he had, Did he even play in that game? Mm, no, no he didn't. He just limped right behind us, and it's like, God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember getting my hair cut as an 8-year-old, and then there was like a poster in the, uh, the barbershop of like Vince Sanity like, with Toronto. It's like, God, that was... So many years ago, LeBron is awesome. obviously a freak, and he has kind of redefined. You know, oh my gosh, what the Zac Efron on YouTube is just. Is he still yeah, up there? Looking at it. Yeah, he was in red underwear. He looked great, but oh, he's a great body. Oh, he worked out. Yeah, uh, look at that body. He works out. <laughs> he's got good chest hair too. Uh, LeBron has kind of made us re, you know, rethink what we how we view the aging superstar in the NBA, of course. Mm-hmm. But he's also in year eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Carter is setting and Dirk are setting the record for most seasons played in the NBA this year. At what twenty one or is it twenty two? I think it's 20, I think this is year twenty two. Yeah, twenty two for both of them. I guess I would just say we haven't seen anyone like LeBron. He's never been seriously injured. And it's he's, coming. That's and he's the point. Still the best player in the. But NBA. that's the point. I, it's, okay. At some point, it will be a hard crash into a wall. What's your Lakers take? It might like, not be though. Yeah, we need your Lakers take. We, think, everybody's given their Lakers take. I've got the Lakers. I've thought it over, and I've moved him up to fit. They're going to finish fifth in the West. Okay, he's only one behind me. That's where I have him too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think they're pretty good. I have. I have him at five. I have him at five. If the, if they get the Thunder in the fourth round or at the four or five spot, does the experience kind of like I think kind the of Thunder take, would beat him? Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. odd because it's just so odd to think a, thun, a Thunder team that hasn't been out of the first round in the last two years I, beats hey, a LeBron. James I've taken a bunch of crap. I put the Thunder in the Western Conference Finals. So. No, I mean they have the talent. I was just I was just saying like an hour ago about how in any other era like the Thunder have a title contending team with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Stephen Adams. Yes. Just that alone mm-hmm. puts you in that conversation. But this is the Golden State Warriors era, so it's a little different. And then with Houston, with what they've done in the offseason, kind of some I, question move. Right. 
Question. I think the Lakers are pretty good, though. I I, I, I do don't too. I don't think their team finishes the season looking like uh, it does right now. They're gonna they're gonna adjust to some degree, whatever it might be. Um, but I think I think even if they don't, I think that they're good enough to win forty nine games, fifty games, something like that. Let's go through the West real quick. You guys want to do that? We haven't done that. Let's do it. We should probably do that. Okay, the top four teams I think are easy, right? One, Danny Larue, Utah Jazz, right? <laughs> One. Uh, <laughs> uh, Golden State, Shade. oh yeah, Houston, Utah, OKC. Those are my top four. And if they were flip flopped in some order, like fine. But that's like my top four. Anybody it, disagree with that? No. no, I mean I think it really depends on how the baby Lakers mesh with LeBron James because I think it's going to be OKC, Utah, and the mm-hmm. Lakers fighting for the three, four, five spot. But yeah. I'm going to err on the side of LA gets the end of that into that straw yeah yeah then i have lakers denver new orleans and the spurs that's my next four so i'm leaving portland out I, i'm leaving the timberwolves out I, yeah i think portland minnesota get bounced yeah I, i'm i was i've been kind of down on portland and to me before the whole jimmy butler drama it was like who, who's the team that's going to fall out that the lakers are going to replace mm-hmm. and to me portland seemed like the most likely candidate for that um now obviously the wolves do uh, I, I'm I'm nervous about the Spurs and just too many injuries. That's the thing. I mean, Dejounte Murray is an all defensive type of point guard, and he was progressing into um, something pretty good. And they've got questions of integrating Demar Derozan. Obviously, the Popovich factor. They can win regular season games, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little leery of, of the Spurs just penciling him in for for a playoff spot. Yeah, I've been leery of the Spurs for like seven years. I've just I, I think know. this Manu, is the year, no Tony. man. No, I mean, I know, I know. Both point guards are gone. It's very, it is very different, and I understand that. I mean, but they still have the same coach. They still have the same front office. I don't know. I just, but I need to see it. I need to see it till I, till I can believe it. I mean, yesterday, out. yesterday at the practice facility, we had to Google like who was left on their roster. It's, it's, it just, still, it just gets to, a, and they will beat the bad teams. They will beat the Suns. They'll beat mm-hmm. the Kings just based on their, their, their system and their coaching. That, that we all know, but. It just gets to a point where you play like those middle, like doubt, like teams like Dallas that might, you know, that yeah. might go up, jump up to the eight seed. Teams like that, I don't know if they're going to be able to beat them off coaching and philosophy alone. They because still have they their just, best two players, to me. Like they still have their best two players. If one of those guys was hurt, I would totally get it a lot more. But they still have their best two players, who are both extremely productive in who's, the regular season. Who's better, Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar Derozan as your best two, yeah. or CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard? I think that I like CJ question. and Dame better. Um, I kind of trust Aldridge and DeRozan more. But than I, yeah, games. I think that they're probably but more why? proven. They're both all they're all NBA team guys last year. Aldridge was kind of like quietly in the MVP conversation for the first like two and a half months. He of last was awesome. Season. I would He's say all, really good. Aldridge and Damian are on the same level, right? Demar Derozan has always only disappointed in the playoffs. Well, CJ McCollum well, just got. I know say, the like, Port- Portland has happened? two. Yeah. Portland has two. They're both kind of the same. DeMar DeRozan was way better than CJ last season. Way better. I I always get destroyed on this whenever I say on Twitter. DeMar is a poor man's Rudy. He's a rich man's Rudy Gay. He just, he can score. But my God, like every time you like turn on the TV and there's a big game, he just disappears. Well, in the playoffs he does. In the regular season, he was awesome. All season last year, he was great until he got to the playoffs. So they had to face LeBron. Yes. We'll see. We'll see in the, we'll see in the West when he's playing like, you know, just a, an all-star guard or wing every single night. Yeah, I still think that he is really, really good. Um, and having those two guys, and you have 
Popovich. Like you still have so, you still have a, a decent roster around those guys. I just I need to see them lose before I say that they're going to because I I feel like I've declared it every year up until now, and I'm like okay, like something's got to give. Eventually, this is the year, man. Put money down. But I don't know. I haven't been as an eighth seed. Okay, that's hmm. all. It's not like I love them. Obviously, big Spurs guy here. <laughs> yeah, why don't you marry him, huh? Yeah. Huh? Are we moving on to Twitter question? Yeah. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Sam Presti. Okay. Man, he is hot on the Twitter. Yes, and he wants to know. He's bored right now. Who is the best GM in the NBA? He's Mm. not feeling very confident in himself right now. He's a moment of weakness. Sam Presti. Well, because he has a Twitter account, a lot of people would say Daryl Moore. Boy, that's a loaded question because... uh, a lot of executives have. Uh, I don't know how many are subscribers to Down the Dunk, but these type of things get out. You know where they where they love they love to find yeah. out what people think about it. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> oh yeah, really. I know that about Daryl Morey and probably Danny Ainge. Yeah, Ainge is really good. I would probably rank Ainge is really. I think good. I would probably have Danny Ainge number one. Yeah, yeah, I would. He's won a title. He's, he's put together he, this team on the fly. But he swindled Brooklyn. If he doesn't hey, swindle Brooklyn, that's being a GM, is it not? Yeah. That, but you would think that that's every GM's like first, like, yeah, like when, when they're presented something, it's like, well, why don't you give me like five thousand first round picks? Hey, I, I don't know. He he did it. He took that team. He put together the the big three in in Boston, and then he tore it down at the exact right time. Got the right picks. He's done really when well. There was the, a lot of fan like backlash well the draft. on it. So yeah. like kudos to him. Right. He's yeah. done well in the draft. He made the trade. The trade Phoenix him. trade was really good. Well, too. the Markel Fultz trade to get Jason Tatum and a first round pick. And that's huge. Like he's done more than just swindling Brooklyn. Like he's, I would probably, he swindled yeah, another I think, team. I think Ainge, I mean that to me it's like one A, one B, one C, one D, one E. I mean, they're all really hard to separate because I would yeah. go Popovich. R.C. Buford. I mean, we can, right. we can all pretend <laughs> yeah. R.C. Buford to make a decision. There, sure. Um, I'd go Pat Riley, I think, is right there. Mm-hmm. I think Presty's in that conversation. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. He's sustained a, a winner for more than a decade now. So I don't, I don't know that many people could have done what he did. After any team that loses a Kevin Durant-quality player, they're usually cooked for at least another and five plus, or ten like, years. To me, I, one of the reasons I think you give Presty a lot of credit is because he's ahead of the curve in a lot of things, and yeah. he's he's really he's kind of changed the NBA. Sam Presti invented the process, and Agreed. Like, you know people want to yeah. give Sam Hinkie the credit for that. Sam Presti invented the process, and I think that uh, he he's changed the way that people build NBA teams. He's changed kind of the cultural aspect, the smart thinking. Um, so like I, I think that uh, yeah, big fans. Uh, but uh, I would probably go him. I w- I'm trying to think of who else I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting some really, really good executives. Uh, Masai Ujiri is yeah. the one that's talked about a I'm lot. Not a big, I'm not I've a had a few Masai beers. Guy. The logo. Jerry West. Jerry West. Jerry West. Is he, is he LA's GM or is he no, just no. different? That's Lawrence Frank, Mike yeah. Winger. He, he's more of an advisor, advisory role. Um, I mean, then you've got other guys that are really good, like Dennis Lindsay in Utah is yeah. really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I would put... Uh, Trying to think of the uh, you're thinking of Elton Brand. Elton Brand, uh, James <laughs> Jones. Uh, I'm not quite James ready to go there Jones. yet. James Jones, I forgot about. Um, <laughs> How's it looking? That's a, it, that viral video right there. It looks really good. Yeah, that was perfect. Okay, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting one more really good one that I'm not I'm not thinking. Golden of State. No, I, I, Bob Myers is Bob a good Myers GM, good. but like yeah. I don't think he's. I'm not. I know that's like I feel like some people would think that that's a uh, 
uh, slanderous thing to do is to leave him out of it. And he's helped build a really strong culture there. But in terms of building that roster, mm-hmm. he didn't have that big of a hand in a lot of that. In the beginning of it, yeah. He didn't draft Steph. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Garpax? Garpax, yeah. Put him right yeah, in Yeah, Vlade. Vlade, yes. Bring Vlade back in here. I yeah. love some of these. Who drafted Giannis? I mean, just out of necessity. Was it um, well, the guy John in Orlando? Hammond, did, yeah. Hammond yeah. Mm, yeah. In Orlando, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> switched it around there, so switch a rule. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at McLaren Hamish, who wants to know, if Butler was in OKC, what would the dynamic be like off the court? And would Westbrook and Butler hate each other, or would they be best buds? I don't think they'd be that. I think that they would butt heads big time, mm. Butler and Westbrook, because they're, they're cut from the same cloth. They're the same. And I think, to me, what really meshes with Westbrook is kind of an opposite personality and a kind of a guy that kind of runs counter to him. Um, because being around people that know Russell really well, that get along with Russell, you got to be able to kind of take it from Russell and you got to be able to give it. You, gotta, like, you can't get offended. You have to be able to dish it back to the guy. I, I think somebody like Jimmy Butler would probably. Uh, would, would he respect that though? I mean, I mean, he appreciates he appreciates players that obvi- obviously he appreciates players that work and put in the work. Oh yeah, put absolutely. in the time. Russell is certainly a player that does that. They would. They might get along great. I'm just guessing. I think that they. I'm kind of with you. Like, I think Jimmy Butler doesn't get along with teammates that great. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had issues in Chicago. Now he's had well, issues. this is why Paul George and Russell work so well, right? Is like Paul George has to kind of force himself to be an alpha. He's not really an alpha personality. Right. Yeah, he's really talented, so he thinks he has to make himself that way. Mm-hmm. But he's not, and that's why he and Russ work so well. It's also why Stephen is perfect for yeah, this team. Totally. Too. Well, yeah. that, that was the case with Durant too. I mean, Durant's yeah. really not an alpha personality either, and he kind of tried to convince himself for a long time that he was and he lived in denial about that and that's where a lot of the Westbrook Durant issues stem from mm-hmm. is Westbrook was trying to Westbrook was is not a uh, is not a beta personality but he was kind of trying like I have to do this to, to accommodate this and so that you know there was a lot of awkwardness between them and that's yeah. so would you say uh, Kevin Durant struggles with denial and unhealthy self-image uh, <laughs> issues denial just saying a river in Egypt mm. Mm. Next Twitter question. I just, <laughs> I just wonder if he and Butler would see eye to eye on a lot of things. Because I think what Jimmy Butler was looking for in Minnesota, he just couldn't find it. Is that somebody that's going to just work their butt off and going to have that same kind of personality that he does. And he couldn't get it out of any of those dudes. And so he wants somebody that's going to work as hard yeah. as he does, I, play as hard as he does. I just wonder. I just wonder if it would work. I think it would work better, obviously, here than it would in Minnesota. They'd be really good, and they'd win, and that would that would yeah, that might be enough. And there be and there will definitely be blow ups as a result of it. But I think that you look at a lot of those teams, and there's a lot of that stuff going on with teams that win titles. So you know know. what's crazy? And uh, real quick on the Jimmy, I love this Jimmy Butler stuff. I want to talk about it for until our seven hours is over. But um, you hear a lot of people coming out, and a lot of things on Twitter coming out about Jimmy Butler always making things about himself, and like Jimmy Butler thinks he is in the top tier of the NBA. Like, he's mm-hmm. up there with LeBron, KD, Dwayne, Kyrie, all, whatever. Dwayne. Dwayne. I think Dwayne's up there. <laughs> Dwayne Casey? <laughs> no, not like Dwayne Wade is talent-wise that, but like, as far superstardom goes, yes. Okay, gotcha, and I think gotcha, Jimmy okay. Butler You don't have to explain anymore. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Uh, I want to more, know more about the nuance of... But, like, you know, when I talk about... When, you, <laughs> when I say the name Dwayne Wade, 
What, do you, what kind of fabric Dwayne. do you think of? What quality of fabric right. do you think Ten of? minutes away from hey, our bikinis. bikinis. Bikinis on TV. Oh, BBE. Oh, this is our last hour. We have some silly time. Twitter questions. Yeah, all right. Royce, kind of you wanna, if you want to eat, you can eat. You've you've completed your oh, time. Am I done on my time? Yeah, yeah, or you can stay. Feel free I, I want to stay for two silly Twitter questions. Okay, okay. I'm going to make them extra silly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm. We're gonna make it. Okay, we here is mine. It, it's from at Shannon Z Ward, who wants to know what Thunder player could drink the most <laughs> anthem beers. Stephen Adams, obviously. Stephen Adams actually house some beers. Actually, the answer might be Andre Robertson, but uh, yeah, I, I've heard he can be quite it. prolific. I've seen him out at the bars. Yeah, but I would guess Stephen Adams. I think it's Andre Robertson. I've seen him also at the bars, and he's always been alum. Okay. That's all I'm reporting. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's all I'm reporting. That's DTD's Taylor Dickinson reporting. What's happening? I don't know, y'all. Oh, no. Andrew, oh, what's man, this sucks. So, so the DTD is now starting a GoFundMe for some new equipment. Yeah, for real. We're, we're, we're in the Here's what we're going to do. Everybody take off your... Take these. Whoa, we're, okay. we're going raw dog here. I don't think that... Cha- <laughs> look... Total raw dog. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's it's only in our ears. It's still in the sound. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's okay. What um, so everybody else can hear it. Yes, exactly. All the uh, all the live listeners. I can't see it anymore. It's <laughs> not there. Okay, here's here's a next. The next Twitter question would be this. It's from at Blakely one two one seven. Who wants to know if you had to be locked in a house, Big Brother style, with six people from the NBA, who would they be? Hmm. Six NBA personalities, you, locked in a house. Um, wow. Steven Adams. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to Adams. think of, like, actual people. Because, like, Olenic. we kind of forget that these are real people. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. I'm going Meta World Peace because he was on Big Brother, and there are some crazy <laughs> ass that happened. I want to be in the house. Kevin Olenek, because he's a uh, sushi chef now, right? Like he did, the, like he did this whole feature where he's like trying to learn how to cut sushi. So right. it's like I love sushi. So it's like yeah, I'll live. Okay. With I think uh, Damian Lillard just because I think he's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is this past or present? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's no rules. St- Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, Dirk for sure. Dirk. Yeah. Alonzo morning. Alonzo morning. So I can just ask him questions because yeah. I was a fan. <laughs> You know, Dirk, I imagine, like, every night is just, hey, come outside, and you're just drinking whiskey and chatting and smoking cigars, has cigarettes in his case, until 5 in the morning, every morning. Clay Thompson. I think Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is really cool. Um, I think uh, Charles Barkley would be great, and Shaq. Would they? That'd be great, yeah. Anybody going to pick out Dwight Howard? Wouldn't that be really fun? Oh, God. (laughs) God. That's oh. not even Matter World. He'd just be coming boy. in, like, waking you up by farting in your face. And be like, <laughs> and that's how you get pink eye. I'm so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dwight, you're funny. He's Jesus. like, you just got pranked. <laughs> I just pranked you. <laughs> I just farted in your mouth. <laughs> you could taste it. <laughs> got prank. Prank. <laughs> that's not a prank. That's just mean. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen points. Hey, dude, I just I just burned all your clothes. Prank, <laughs> prank, that's, that's, that great sucks. prank. It's not funny. It's <laughs> not a prank. <laughs> I just gave you a high five in my own. It's like they have those YouTube prank. channels. I've seen them like where people like do that. They basically just do terrible things and they just kind of disguise it as a prank okay, or well, a thought experiment. I don't <laughs> like, get it. Like there are the couples who do that to each other for YouTube. Yeah. I'm like. Dude. You guys actually hate each other. Yeah, they, right? I think they're both in on it. I've seen people that do that, like put like the baking powder, baking soda yeah. in their like 
uh, the hair dryer until it just blasts them in the face with uh, baking powder. And then, like, a girl that was, like, in a bubble bath, and he just squirted ketchup into her face and into her mouth. <laughs> that actually awesome. would like, be a Royce prank. Awesome. And I was watching these people, and I was like, this couple, like, they're going to kill each other eventually. Well, it's, like, uh, it's like they just take it too far, one-upping each other. It's like... They'll like kill each other. Like he'll take uh, drown somebody's cat or something. Yeah. You're like I killed your uh, animal that you love. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you did, just ate. You know the that dog. thing you love. I just I just destroyed it. <laughs> you didn't enjoy dinner. It was chilly. It was the dog. So that's gonna be the next like uh, Netflix documentary series about a murder. Is the murder was actually just a prank. Well, hold on. I, I like killed my girlfriend because it was a prank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a prank. You know that did happen though. That like. Um, this guy was going to prank his girlfriend, and then he actually shot her, and she died. What? That really See, happened. there you go. I'm not, it's not even... You were already ahead of... This was like a year and a half ago, and it really happened. He was like going to point a gun at her? Was he like, just... Or point it at himself, and he killed himself or something like that. Seriously, though, like, I could see somebody doing that. I'm going to prank you because I'm going to, like, rob yeah. you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break into our own house, and you're going to get killed by your yeah. significant other because yeah. you're... I think that's has happened. Boy, year, uh, hour six got pretty dark here. I guess we're in hour yeah, seven. Sorry, guys. Yeah, hour it's seven. Called, it's called being silly. <laughs> silly, silly. Silly Twitter silly. questions. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Andrew, this next is a uh, Twitter question. It's from at Ben Elephant King. He wants okay. to know what OKC player will need to justify his play to Thunder fans. That's a good question. Uh, how, do you, how do you reconcile who you are? What did I say? What was your question? I'm trying to Kyle remember. Singler? How do you? Oh yeah. How do you justify your play or something? And he just mm. looked at me and he was like, mm. "I don't feel like I have to." And I was just like, "I didn't really mean to say that. I don't even know what I'm saying." Like, uh, I'm just nervous. <laughs> I just got a little nervous. <laughs> um, nervous probably, question guy. Probably Patrick Patterson. Nervous Westbrook guy. <laughs> nervous Westbrook guy was great. <laughs> what he's the nervous Westbrook guy was like. I just I just can't do this. And he just handed it off. Um, probably Patrick Patterson. I don't think he was very good last year. And I feel like he has a lot to prove if he's going to be the starter and play significant minutes. That's a pretty minutes. silly question. It's hilarious. <laughs> silly stuff. All right, Luke, next. Yeah? Next Twitter question comes from this person. It is at Neil Brula. They want us to rank our top five favorite forms of potato-based foods. Okay. Rank them. French fries? Ranked to wait. I missed the question. Potato based, potato based foods. foods. Hash browns number one. Okay. Okay. Hash browns. How do you like your hash browns? Uh, is there other ways to have like them? Ex- like extra crispy. I like them crispy on top with some soft ketchup. in the middle. Okay. You ever had Sunny Side Diners hash browns? I haven't. Yes. Number one. Yes. Those hash browns. There used to be one in Norman, and are they moved. impeccable. And it's, I'm so mad they moved out of Norman because here's how I really like my hash browns. I like to get over medium eggs, chop them up, mix them into the hash browns. Ketchup. Get your bump down. <laughs> Get your bump down. I like extra crispy hash browns. How do you guys feel about the loaded baked potato? I like. I like, I like loaded it. baked potato. Yeah. Loaded with ketchup. <laughs> where, where, do, <laughs> where does uh, Tucker's French fries rank in this? Tucker's they're, French they're fries really is up there good. for they're me. They're good. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what's the best French fries or best way to eat a potato. Uh, I'll tell you this. The potato chip. <laughs> potato chip, oh, potato chip, dough. definitely underrated. Underrated. They're good. Potato chips good. are good. What's your favorite chips? Is that like a scallop, cheesy scallop? Potato oh yeah, those are down. good, man. Is there a bad way to eat a potato? Twice baked potatoes. Awesome. Yeah, raw. Very good. Raw potato, not good. Okay. Raw, raw bad. Raw dog potato. I like a. I like a tater tot. Do you got tater tots? Probably really low on my potato scale. I like them though. 
They're really? okay. not all the time. But if I get, scale. like, I'll have some tots every now and again. I'm low on tots. You know what I love? A hash brown in the morning. We talked about hash browns already. Well, we had, speaking of tots, shout out Anchor Down. We had the pizza tots. Oh, yeah. Pizza Ooh. tots are good. Those are pretty good. A pizza Those tots are, really are good, great. But Andrew's not a tot guy. Heavy oh, on the rosemary. Not much of a totman. It's not Let's a totman? Get some tots, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you're at Sonic, got to go tots because they're fries. Yeah. No good. Well, their yes. fries are That's very regrettable. Suck. Very regrettable. Yeah. Sonic, well, fries Sonic really Sonic suck the D sucks. in. Yeah. It kind of does. Whoa. It does. Their burritos are good. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's, what's his favorite fries? What's your favorite French fries? Okay. Nope. He doesn't like French fries. That's ESPN's Harrison more, Young. I'm doing one more question. <laughs> okay, here's this. Top three favorite movies. This is from at blog OKC. Top three movies. I know what mine are. It's easy. Easy question for me. Go ahead. Number one, The Fugitive. Okay. Number two, Jurassic Park. Okay. Number three, Raiders of the Lost Ark slash Last Crusade. Okay. Uh, Forrest Gump. I'm a big fan of Forrest Gump. I love the movie That Thing You Do. Wow. It's one of my That's favorites. That's not in very many top three lists. One of my favorites. I could rewatch it probably every day. Um, I don't know about three. Those are probably just my favorite two. I could rewatch them every day. Um, let's see. Number one, JFK by Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, excuse me. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, because I'm weird. And uh, The Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to go number one. Okay, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. Taylor, you go. <laughs> number one, Anaconda. Number two, Casper. <laughs> number John three, Boyd The Never Ending Story. <laughs> John Voight. It should have won an Emmy for that. Really, really good. He did that weird accent, with, and he had the ponytail. It was good, dude. Yeah, okay. he got, did he special get, effects did he in that get, movie. I thought Ice Cube was spit great. Up by the Anaconda. Yeah, the, oh yeah, I remember that. I wanted to go. I remember when that movie came out. I wanted to go see it so bad. I was, I don't know, probably twelve. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was. that's about right. And I talked my mom into taking me to the theater to see Anaconda. Huh. Starring Has Ice anyone Cube. said the 90s Godzilla? Because that's number four for me. Uh, yeah, Matthew no, Broderick. The, the soundtrack, the soundtrack is the so good. Cast. <laughs> yeah. My number Turner. one is, I keep forgetting what it is. Oh, Zodiac. Number Ooh, two with, uh, is which one? Jake Gyllenhaal. Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Number two is Scream. The first Scream, one. It's the a good first movie. Scream is good. And three is The Thing. Those are my three favorite movies. Oh, The Thing. I got love that movie. Kurt Russell. Uh, number movies. five, Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman's good. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Uh, when he comes <laughs> it is in, really funny. When he comes in and offers and says beer bong for the lady, yeah. beer bong <laughs> for is the my lady? favorite part. It's, it's so funny. good. Yeah. All right, good show, guys. I'm uh, signing off. Thank Royce. you, boys. Thanks for joining yeah, thanks us. Thanks for coming. Thank you for joining us in our delirious hour. I'll be sitting right behind you. You might be able to eavesdrop on my conversation. Okay. okay. We'll just let the mic sit oh, over there. Harrison Say says. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Royce. All right, Andrew, we've almost done it. Seven oh, hours man. of hot oh, podcast we're action. We're almost done. We're, we can I do this. I believe we did this. We Shout out this. to thank you, Brady, for joining us for this. Yeah, song. yeah. yeah thank you, Lil Bit, for driving all the way here, for hanging real. out with us at the table the whole time. Thank you, beer. Thank you, beer, thank for you being food. inside of us. Thank you, and the press. press for the press has us. been awesome. Press, yeah, it's great. It's impressive. Yeah, hey guys, thank you so much for letting me jump on. It's yeah, been fun. Yeah, love you guys' show. It's probably the best one out there i mean Thank that you. is free i should say yeah. the best free thunder podcast out there i love that i was uh, able to join and have fun but um yeah i'm gonna go eat at the bar okay I'm starving do it thank you guys we're cool. gonna cool. continue Bye. with some silliness thanks brady i'm gonna move over there
Yeah, let's move. You want to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. How many? Is that four? There's four. Guys, we did it. We're doing it still, but we're okay. almost done. We're done for all intents and purposes. Okay, we have. Let's fire through all these questions. Oh, you want to? Oh, okay. I have a good one for you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is from at at Thunder Theology. Thunder Theology. Yes. Huh? It's. A, I want to wait for Andrew. Okay. You can still. You can hear okay. us. Yeah. Okay. He wants to know your greatest miffed and peeved moment from PC North mm. from the early 2000s. Uh, it was probably when Alex sent a note to my class that told me that my dog had been hit by a car and died. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about pranks, like we talked about pranks just a little bit ago. Yeah. I was so mad because I like, called my mom. I'm like, hey, what happened? She's like, what are you talking about? It's like, Jack got hit. And she was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? So like, I go to the office and I'm like, hey, somebody sent me this note that says that my dog got hit by a car. And it was Alex, and I was super mad That's at him. That's a Dwight Howard prank. It was a total Dwight <laughs> Howard prank, and I was so mad at him. That's wild. So, I hated Haldeck. I was hated Haldeck. Oh, it was the worst. Haldeck was the worst. And well, Explain Haldeck. Hall, okay, for the people that don't know, it was this thing where for, like, a homecoming football game, we would put this, like, put paper all down the halls and have, like, you know, different pictures, and, like, they'd be painted, like, through like comic book covers would be a theme or yeah. like uh, you know newspaper headlines or like but it would be like huge thing that was like a very 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 time intensive gigantic waste of time and it was Andrew was always in charge of it because he was vice president for two years it and uh, it was horrible and I it's hated terrible. it it was a huge switch of time money and resources for and real. I tried to get it cancelled I didn't you're trying to get yeah. it canceled. When I was when I was student council president, I was like, "We're not doing hall deck. Like, we're done with this." <laughs> and they still and they were like, "No, we still do it. Everyone likes it. No one likes it. Everyone <clears> hates <throat> it." Yeah, true. It's no good. Any other any other pranks that happened? Pranks? Yeah. Anything, make, anything like, else that made did, were there any good senior pranks? Like one. Okay, this is a great senior prank. This is our freshman year, sophomore year. Someone like there was a big canopy that you walked under to walk into school, and they just filled it full of cow feces. Yeah. Just That's cow cool. crap. It's great. It was, it was awesome. Great prank. It's hilarious. It was I've, just stinky. I have a prank that I pulled in high school. What, what was, was it? it? Sophomore year, English. I was at, we skipped lunch. I went to McDonald's. I stole one of those caution when wet signs, put it in like outside my backpack, walked all the way through school with no one stopping me, went in English, put it under my chair, handed out napkins around the class. And I said, when I spill my drink, just come over to my desk and start whistling and wiping it down. So teacher comes in, starts a lecture. I go, whoops, spill my Powerade all over my desk. I'm pouring it on my desk. Put the caution from wet sign up on my desk. And like 10 people from around the class all came up and started wiping it down with napkins. I got sent to ISR. But at that point, <laughs> I liked ISR because I could just watch more uh, movies. What is oh, really? ISR? In, in school, school restriction. restriction. Yeah. So um, uh, there, when I met, uh, not this wasn't when I met Taylor, but it was one like at a church camp where we hung out a lot. Um, you pulled a prank and you fired off those fire, uh, firecrackers. High school, yeah. yeah, and they were so mad at you. Can I tell you something? I actually lit a state park on fire 
and we put it out thankfully. But the flames were getting bigger, what? and we were all stomping. You just on freaking it. out. I was free. I was so scared, dude. The whole night I didn't sleep because the whole night I kept looking up into the hills, like see fire. Is there a fire up there? It was. It was actually because they like they were huge fireworks. And they didn't shoot up that far, and so the <laughs> explosions were gigantic. <laughs> it was really cool. And people, like, they had told, I was a leader, and they had told me they were doing it, and I was like, absolutely go and do this. And so, like, they were all in trouble. They were, like, in a huge amount of trouble. People were, like, kind of flipping out about it. Yeah. And I was just like, there was like, uh, I told them, like, they should definitely do this. Like, they ran this past me. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Thanks, man. I used to eat Pop-Tarts on the reg, and one time I put a <laughs> toaster in my backpack, and I plugged it in. I sat in the back of the class and just toasted some Pop-Tarts <laughs> in the back of the class <laughs> because I really wanted them toasted. They're way better toasted. I did it in a class where the teacher just had a good sense of humor, and he was like... Who was the teacher? Uh, Coach Patton. Okay. He was. He just started like sniffing around. What is that? What is Who's, that? Smells like, like smells like delicious somebody, breakfast pastries. Somebody <laughs> cooking something in here? And I was like, yeah, that's me. I got my pop tarts. <laughs> Toaster right here. That's he was wild. like, he was like, put that away. I was like, they're almost done. He's like, okay, well, when they're done, put it away. <laughs> I was like, we'll do, we'll do, coach. What you're doing, but God, you're coaches, coaches were the best teachers. We'll do, coach. You could do whatever you want. Oh man, God, they it's suck. so true. Alex Spears and I were in class, and we both bought PSPs. Remember yeah. those? Yeah, I remember. And we could play uh, like NBA Street together. Yeah. You could Bluetooth. Yes. And we sat and played in a coach's class. That was a big deal year. when you could like connect wirelessly. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly a great place to outro here, but I just want to again thank you guys for listening to this show. Uh, it's it's choppy. I know it's not the greatest thing. If you want to hear it all. You can go to our YouTube page again. Just search down to dunk subscribe. If you would just subscribe anyways, even if you don't want to go watch it, just if you're ever on YouTube, just go ahead and subscribe to our page. That would mean a lot to us. So hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll talk to you guys again Wednesday uh, with a full breakdown of what happened in Golden State uh, between the Thunder and the Warriors. And it'll be with me and Michele and Alex Spears. So it should be a great pod. And we'll talk to you guys then.